This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of NRL Boom Rookies. My name is Dale and I'll be hosting as usual. Alongside with me, there is no Matt Bungard this week. It's just uh, just the two of us. Mitch Doyle, how are you? There's three, you dickhead. I tell a lie. <laughs> I tell a lie. The doyen of NRL Twitter, Harry Ramage. I think that's a bit a bit of a stretch, but, you know, nice to not just be in the opener this week. Well, you know. Actually d- be on the program. Well, that's... that's <laughs> I forget you're in the opener. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder if many people will know that. They should. Well, I they mean, should. You've, re- you've truly let them behind the curtain now, haven't you? Yeah, you are a the very fourth Aussie wall man. has just been blown apart. It's been so. <laughs> You're a very Aussie Every man, time Harry, I look at the Fox, Fox Sports Snapchat and I'm like, oh my God, my ears are bleeding from this Australian accent. Yeah. It's Harry. Oh, you're the Fox Sports Snapchat guy as well. <laughs> he uh, We're just dropping all the leaks. He, yeah. do, he does the voiceovers at least, yeah. not just on the Snapchat, but they happen to end up there. Um, how, so, how's everybody well, going? Yeah, World Cup's been an interesting time trying to... Gabriel Machado's and... Got to roll your R's and things like that. I can imagine that you're... my Lu- Lucy Zelich. And how so. Di Maria has done a good goal for Argentina. Yeah. <laughs> I, had to, I had to go through and I'm like, Angel, Angel, Angel. It's Angel. Yeah. And, yeah, like, it just, and then I got shitty when Harry I Zellich said Benjamin Pavard. And it's actually Benjamin Pavard. Yeah. And you know, I'm just like, I'm not changing it, damn it. He's Benjamin. <laughs> Come ben, on, Ben. Ben Pavard. No, that's good. It's good that you're getting... Good that there's a bit of diversity in your sporting diet recently. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Alrighty, diversity. No, how I've been. No, right, we no. already know how you are. <laughs> okay. You're always well. Uh, no, how are you, Pickles? <laughs> I feel like we're going to get some interruptions later. Uh, he'll be right. We'll He's looking up and about. We'll run him a little bit. He'll be <laughs> fine. Speaking of up and about, Melbourne, 52, St. George Illawarra, 30. In the battle of the teams who have several good players missing, Melbourne had less <laughs> good players missing and were better. They did. They this did. was um, weird and whack. What a great game. What yeah, a good game fun. of footy. What an <laughs> advertisement for... Origin rep rounds. Like, yeah. <laughs> get rid of origin plays, mix reserve graders with first graders, put wingers on the edge, and let the points fly. Yeah. Just <laughs> let the boys sort it out. Um, it, it was a weird old game. Like, mm. we, we know that the, uh, the Dragons had an injury early on, and it forced Jason Nightingale into a position that I hope never to see him in again. Um, but, man, Melbourne, considering that they, you know, as we've said before, you can only play what's in front of you, I thought they looked fantastic. Melbourne did, at least. Like, I don't know, they still conceded 30 points. But, yeah, um, but, you know, they like, conceded 30 points to a but, great yeah, attacking like, team. There but was just some weird, like, Ryan Hoffman, like, dummying fullbacks and <laughs> you, you, and eight, you and Aitken stripping blokes on the goal line and just... Oh, mate, what a play. Shit. Hoffman getting Falcon and then, like, just falling over to play the ball. Like, he should have been he should have been in the head injury assessment. Bin, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, um, it was overall... Just a weird, weird game. Um, from the young fellas from Saints, I reckon um, Blake Laurie looks like I'd I'd be putting a year or two worth of work into him. Yeah. I thought he opened the game well. Like yeah, he's going he's going to be. I think he'll be someone who can contribute to Saints. Jacob Host has been on the scene a, a while, like two or three years. Yeah. Has, yeah. Hasn't been, and then breaks his arm five minutes in. The poor bloke. But mm. Still a lot to like. Like I mean. Conceding fifty points is not great, but I 
still wouldn't be too worried just yet if you're a Saints fan. No, I mean this this the result of this game is not that relevant to the rest of the year, really. It's, oh, the fifty point thing and you can't win the comp now is just ridiculous. It so, is. Like the Knights conceded forty nine in two thousand and one. What's the difference between forty nine and fifty? Like there's, there's just nothing. Every like, Premier since two thousand and one has conceded like over thirty four points or something. Yeah. You know, in a game. And and like half of them have conceded over forty. Like some of the, I think the Tigers conceded 44 like three times did, when they won Did it. Souths not concede like 38 points in about round 24 the year they won the Yeah, the, real late. And they mm. conceded, yeah, they, yeah, they, they, they were playing pretty average coming into the finals. Mm. But, uh, but yeah, this was like just an absolute entertaining game. And as you said, there was some really weird tries. And you got to see, yeah, can you see, see Ryan Hoffman throw a show and go? And then <laughs> dummy the fullback. Yeah. <laughs> it was something else. And then poor old, uh, poor old Jason Nightingale. I mean... They, they were winning with like 20 to go, and it was like, this is a really good pinch-hitting effort. Like, you've got poor old Gypsy playing in on the edge, and it's like, this is not going to end really... And it didn't end, but it's like, there was a moment there where you're like, these bastards might finally break the curse of the Mundino and mm-hmm. actually yeah. win down in Melbourne. The like, lead changed six times, like, in that middle period of the game. It was yeah. it was great, and then the Storm only got the lead back with, like, 15 to go, yep. and all of a sudden, one by One by, one by 20. One by 20. <laughs> What do you do? But outrageous game, of outrageous, footy. and it's the first game to beat the clock since two thousand and nine in score points points scored. So that was last one was Panthers versus Broncos, which I'm going to touch on later. But oh, that yeah, was that, that Storm Titans game last year Got, had seventy four points. Yeah, so, yeah. So it just fell short. Just fell short. But yeah, it was just it was just entertaining through it, all the way through, and you got to see guys like Jerome Hughes going to have a good game, and you got to see when um when Brody Croft's confident and he's running. He's not, not a bad player. I mean, it's not the same standard as an usual first-grade game where he's still got some issues when he's with his defense, but he took the line on and played to the middle quite often in this game too, which is yeah, nice. And then Riley Jacks, you're going to go back to Reggie's, I think. <laughs> like, Croft's obviously the guy that they think is long-term, and after he looked way more comfortable, I mean, again, not at full-strength Saints, but... yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be tempted to give him another crack now well, and see what you, see what he can do. They've named Jerome Hughes at seven again this week, and he played the week before this one. And I, I obviously think don't think Riley Jacks is the answer, but I also think that even though I really like Jerome Hughes, I'm with you. You should probably play Brody Koff a couple of weeks just again to see if he can cope with it because they really do. Even though how good Ken Smith's been and, and this year and Billy's been as well, they do miss a halfback terribly. Someone else takes some weight off with their kicking game. Yeah, but yeah, just um. It's a cracking game of rep round footy, and uh, yeah, I was pretty sick of the uh, post game. Oh, they conceded fifty. There, the season's yeah. over. But yeah, know. it's done. Rule them out. Yeah, yeah. almost like you want to want to cheer for the dragons from here just to black that. Well, that would be nice. Game. Yeah, That'd be a nice but, change. Yeah. Dragons have gone out out from premiership yeah, favourites no, now um, too. Sound of silence. There is not. Oh, they should have got it. Oh, it's fifty uh, points as well. But oh, well. yeah, Dick, but, we um, would have had to like turn it up, ba- base boosted it uh, some, somehow. Yeah. And by the way, Gareth Widdett was also sick in this game. Yeah. Great goal kicking, but um, I feel like if he was wasn't English, he'd get talked about a lot more. Mm. But he's like right up there with the best halves in the comp. Well, why sick. don't they? Why aren't they flinging his name around to play for Queensland? I mean, Melbourne's part of Queensland, isn't <laughs> no, it? No, he Mate. should be one of the wild cards wild in cards, bloody yeah. Rothfield's bloody fantasy origin league. <laughs> Where none of these guys even want to play origin. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, Tom Olo could have played origin. Yeah. He, he chose not to. He chose not yep. to, yeah. But um, yeah, Willip's great. Like, he's one of those halves who, I know he's a bit kick-happy sometimes, but there's not much in his game he can't do. You know, he can play first receiver, he can play in structure, he can play out of structure, he's a decent support player, he can goal kick, decent kicking. Oh, he's a hell of a support player. Like, you that's know, yeah. one of... One of the best support players going yeah. around. Him, Jared Croker are probably like spring them on yeah they they're like two of the great support players in the competition yeah and alex johnston yeah and yep. they it's just a skill that sort of is just 
I don't know, it gets washed away in the grand scheme of things. It looks easy, being, mate. Yeah, like <laughs> as being a really vital skill to have. But. Yeah, like we talked about uh, Brett Stewart being a fantastic kind of follow-up player, but obviously he's a fullback, so it's slightly easier. But as you say, like, I mean, it's it's difficult to read behind, be behind the play and read the game perfectly and then pop up and, and yeah, kind of influence where, yeah, the way he does. Yeah, on the other does. side of the field when it happens. Yeah, it's... Yeah. If you're running the other way, it's a lot easier. You're playing yeah. with the game in front of you. The point that you were making, I'd, r- I'd rather uh, I'd, r- I'd rather him be kick happy than Ben Hunt be getting the ball. But yeah. and uh, poor Darren Nichols, ten years for his first grade debut, oldest halfback to ever debut. He like he was a, he was okay, and then they conceded fifty points. Uh, yeah. Well, he got to defend next to Nightingale for seventy yeah. odd. <laughs> yeah, that didn't help, and got abused. Yeah. And like some of the tries they conceded towards the end, like Nightingale, the one where Sofa Solomon made that huge ba- break, mm. screamed in from nowhere at nobody. And like he, he was be- he field. was behind Asafa Solomona when he made the kind of half break, and I'm yeah. just like, mate, the, well, the, you can't, you got to tackle him from the front. You know, you're the not going to run the bloke like, down. Really early in the game, when he first got there, he was actually okay. Yeah. Go, as the game went on, I guess fatigue got him, but he had um he had ran a really nice decoy in, in one of the tries that the Dragons scored. Was, yeah, that well, that that was the one I was like actually screaming at like screaming at the TV like pass short, pass short, and yeah. then they was Kurt Mann scored over in the. Right hand corner, but Nightingale's mm. the f- first guy guy to lose his job. So he plays so bad, he wins his job back, kind of thing. You see, this week he got named on the wing. Yeah, mm. man got out, yeah. He was so bad. He's like, look, mate, we're just we don't want you, we want you into seventeen. Just go out, just go out there, and don't fuck anything up. <laughs> it's, a, like, it's a reverse Tim Sheens. I can, yeah, I can understand. Like I think we've spoken about this before. I can understand the logic of playing him on the bench and then playing the utility back on the field like it's a strange double kind of double bluff reverse substitution but like when you leave yourself an edge short on the bench like that and then wonder why you keep getting run at well he was the guy they they backed to be that capable of doing that yeah that's you know and i i know hindsight's a beautiful thing but in my head you just shuffle them all in one and put nightingale on the wing that's how they can play back row yeah i mean and aitken's good enough defensively as you saw with that one on one-on-one strip he's good enough defensively He's good enough going forward, and he could. He, I mean, he could potentially play there later I mean, on in his career. He's already somebody people look at thinking he might be a back row yeah. eventually. You know, so you think that'd make more sense, and easy with hindsight. But yeah, it's just a weird thing that I understand. Loyalty is a thing, and they want to keep Nightingale on the side, but it's mm. just like, come on, you gave him two fifty. Yeah. You got to put a bullet you, in him. You hear, yeah. you, yeah. you're contending to win the comp. You know, if the, if South can bullet Nathan Merritt with what he meant to that club. Considering he was there through all the hard times and was only shining light for like five years, you can bullet Jason Nightingale, who's been not really ever been in your top five players of the last decade. No. He's been good in the team, but he's never been. And he's guy. won. He's won a ring as well. Yeah. So you know, but he's never been one of the best players there. He's been good, but you know, right. never been up there. And there, are, as you say, there are players coming through that can do the job. Just yeah, yeah. put him put him down. That's what I say. Alrighty, <laughs> maybe not. But moving on, Penrith thirty six, Warriors four. Oh my lord, your boys. Um. My question, is this young Luai bloke the next immortal? <laughs> yeah, he's the next um, Ewan McGrady. There we go. Oh, there's a hot take. What a, um, what a cracking game again. They've mm. the scoreline just to see young fellas fired up. Yeah, well, it just... It was weird, like, because for the first 20 minutes, like, you know, it's nil all, and you're like, okay, like... You know, is the game going to break? Something's got yeah, to happen I, here. I don't know. I got the sense that, like, once Penrith get one, you know, they might get a couple. And, I mean, mm. that's what ended up happening kind of thing. But bad night for the Warriors. I think I read the stat they had the lowest um, inefficient tackle percentage of the season or something. Jesus. Like that. Did they really? Yeah, like, they just... All the offloads. I right? mean, they they missed Toe Harris. Weirdly, they missed Bantia Fowler in the middle. Like, 
they come into the game a bit thin. They they did get exposed. They um, did. Yeah, they they got blown apart. Like I mean, people are like, oh Penrith are missing you know player X and player Y, but bloody hell, like they still put a pretty good first grade side out on the park. And like, they did. And like the Warriors had two forward passes called on. Oh, the Harrington one was disgraceful. Like breakaway <laughs> <laughs> breakaway players oh, down the left Lord edge. Yeah. They had two forward passes called and yeah. like. You know, we generally don't bash the refs on here, and I'm not going to start doing that. But like, you can, if say, they, they, you can say ref made a bad call. If that they doesn't were, mean bashing yeah, the referees. If, if they them. were, if they get let go, because in my opinion, they're fifty fifty. But if they get let go, the game, the complexion of the game changes completely. And that's yeah. the point that you were making is that if one, I think it was, it went both ways. If one team got one, they were definitely going to get a second and then get yeah. a roll on. But it was just that. As you say, they had those calls. It, it certainly played a role in 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 that you know twenty odd minute sorry, yeah. minute period in the first half. But uh, later in the game, the, those calls meant fuck all. Yeah. But at at that point, they copped a couple of tough ones. Had anything got away? That huge forward pass. But like he handed that ball to the other guy. They yeah. did, but they couldn't. Yeah, the t- Warriors once they lost the running. Once Penrith brought their bench on and Hetherington and Moses Leota went wild. Mm. They couldn't wrestle it back. And no. I know Penrith missing players. The Warriors are as well. They're missing yeah. Tohu Harris out of this game. Lavaha Pulu, Bunty Afoa. So it's not as many as Penrith, but they're three of their key forwards. And, yeah. it, and it showed their bench gave them absolutely nothing. Tavita Sartai, Liggy Sao. Yeah, when those guys do your bench, you're, yeah. you're really going to struggle. And Jazz Tavanga puts in, but him being you know 60 minutes off the bench off the, off the bench in the middle when already your middle's weakened, just didn't, didn't work. Yeah. It's worked some games, but... You know, in those games, they still had other guys out there. And then Simon Mannering can't play what he did big no, minutes. And it, like, I mean, God, it what's pretty, it, pretty like cool. 13, 14 years in the league? Like, you, yeah. you slap at some point. But yeah, I think it's I think it's important for the Warriors now because, like, this is the part of their season in the last five or six years where it's really fallen apart. They're, where they're, some eight-game yeah. win, like eight-game loss streaks have kicked in. And mm-hmm. they've just got to put it down. Okay, look, we had a bad night. Like, we've been pretty decent on the road this year. We've just got to go, okay, like, you know, you can't win 12 games on the road every year. Like, we just had a bad night. And it'll be a good test to see if they're for real or not. Like, not whether they're going to win the comp or this or that, but whether they're, like, they've actually turned the corner Yeah, with with that, you know, that attitude overhaul that Stephen Kearney's supposedly brought. Like, mm. if you see them turn it around in the next week or two, you go, okay, yeah, they're a little bit more for real and you can start to believe in them a bit more. The, but The worrying but, thing for me was the... the kind of Raiders phenomenon is now that they've lost one during wrap round that they, they've got the Broncos next the Broncos obviously they'll have some players coming back from origin but like the whispers will start it's happening it is yeah. ha- it could oh, be I happening. mean every it's other happening. time they've had these bad season ends they've pretty much had no Sean Johnson he's yeah. not really finished the True. season yeah he broke an ankle year, but, things like that yeah but um, but it's also like I think the worst time is they packed it in in this game yeah, yeah. like I know I understand that you can you can wrestle back in other games but like that felt like old Warriors. Like Peter Hooker was so bad, he got hooked, yeah. you know, in this game. And he's got a shot again this week. He's been named, but um, you know, just when you once you start packing it in, it's like you've got too many experienced blokes in this side now to, to start doing that. Massive mm. hypothetical though, when you're already going to play, like you're already thin on troops. Yeah, your spot in the eight isn't in jeopardy. Yeah, I know. Would, would, would a message ever come out? Hey guys, maybe we should like let's. Or does the coach just go, okay, like? He doesn't say it to the players, but his message is going out to the team. Like, they alter a bit, and it's just like, I'm not trying or busting my guts to win the game as hard as I was um, 20 minutes ago. Like, because you can see the writing on the wall a little bit. Well, he certainly didn't throw back on his starting players as early yeah. as you'd expect him to. And think, he, yeah, he doing things Isaac like that Luke. with your... Yeah. I, I, think, I think he'd get... I think Kearney understood the game was gone yeah. <laughs> pretty early as well. Yeah. But, um, I don't, yeah, obviously, I don't think they're saying... 
pack it in, boys. But yeah. But like, hey, I'm I'm going to leave. Like, you know, I'm going to do some weird things with my bench here, just yeah. to be like, hey, like, let's not lose any vital forward that we have at the moment yeah. because yeah. we need to put them in cotton wool kind of mm. yeah. kind of thing. But yeah, Penrith sensational. Like they've just got a monopoly of talent there at the moment. Yeah. Like, what well, they do have the world's largest junior catchment. So how about yeah. Um, yeah, it's in New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> It's everywhere. What about Wanga Blake? Uh, actually, looking like a first grade footballer, not yeah. looking like a big fast guy anymore. Well, he was, um, he was good. I mean, figure out his hand, like once he figured out his hands, that was always going to be the worry with mm. Wanga Blake. And it, I don't know, like it still has a propensity to sort of leak into his game a little bit. But he's this big bugger and putting in his yeah, defense yeah, too. Though. And he, mm. yeah, he's starting to really understand, you know, little defensive things. And you know, one thing he actually does really well is he. He does cut back underneath mm. and, and change his angles really nicely. Um, he's so hard to stop when he does that because if you've got a sliding defence against it, like he can just be devastating. And it's a really big in for them. Don't know whether he's they're starting right centre going forward, like because they've just got so many options. But that's the headache for Penrith. It is, and I mean, you could have asked me, you could have given me a hundred possible outcomes of how Jerome Luai could have played on this night, and I couldn't have, I wouldn't have given you this game. No. Yeah, you could have said, "Here's a hundred, give me a hundred outcomes of how he plays." And I've seen him play reserve Royal grade. Flush. Yeah, look like de- look like a decentish player, yeah. but mm. I never seen him play like this. And obviously, different level can bring motivation out, and that pack was just so on top it helped. But he ran. All night, and he also played short side smartly. Dribbled mm. kicks in behind. He was just all over the pitch. Yeah. The, the kick in behind for that for the the try in the left corner. Yep. He tried it the set earlier, didn't come off. Yeah. Tried it again. It was a wobbly old kick, but he knew the space was there. And as you say, you can only play what's in front of you. And if he put, he put that ball in behind, the defense had to turn and they scored off it. Yeah, he was handy. It was, it was like he got told to go out there and just, just make have fun, have fun. Yeah. to see what yeah. happens because it wasn't it wasn't like he was doing anything really in set plays or set structures but he was just all over the pitch getting his hand on the ball on you know third fourth fifth tackle and things were happening and yeah he was you know great to see and I love, I love seeing young fellas when they score just you can just see the elation yeah. on their face like mm. when he's they pumping his chest yeah. they layer up it's like well you know, often we don't appreciate just how hard some of these guys have worked for. And, you know, Jerome Luai may be a great first-grade footballer, may not be, but yeah. now he's he, always he, got that moment. He has that moment. Yeah. He has that moment. He's at Penrith. We play without troops. I did this. Yeah. He's got that at least in, in, in his back yeah. pocket now. Moving on uh, to the great escape. Dun, 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 Canterbury Banks down dun, 28, dun. Canberra 32 in possibly the game of the century. Uh, <laughs> Like Not much of a century, then. Where, where would you put this game on a list of mouthing off to the ref and turning around and getting scored on to one-sleeve Joey Leilua? Um Probably towards the one-sleeve Joey yeah, Leilua end, in my I opinion. <laughs> Mate. But the thing that I hated about <laughs> oh this game God. is that he threw the ball at an opponent and got in their oh, face. Oh, that is one of the... <laughs> dead said, it's just, one, it's just a dog act on the footy field, the whole, I'm going to peg the ball at your head. It's yeah. just like... It's just it. It just doesn't look right. It does like nothing's I, right. I don't about have a it. problem with blowing up, especially after he conceded that the uh, the penalty and they scored or the dog scored down the other end. But like, don't throw the ball. No, look, I'm okay with it. I, I'm okay. I'm not a pro. Players always being fuckwits, right? I'm not yeah. pro. Like for example, Tveda Hangar Jr. is my favorite player. Obviously, you all know this, but he does some shit things. Yeah. Uh, when you're down twelve, maybe don't act like you won the grand final when you win a penalty. Yep. You know, but. When you score the match-winning try in the game, I think you can do whatever you want. Yeah. If you when you're like Lewis spot, like yeah. he got given a tough night by the Morris boys, mm. scored the points, threw the ball, gave, gave them a mouthful. Fair enough. People are hammering because they don't like him. But someone who did it in Origin, people loved it. Latrell yep. Mitchell does that stuff. People love it. Joey yeah. Lewis does it. They hate it. It's mm. just they're playing the man. It's like 
And I'm, I'm okay with it. Also, you can hate him all you want. I think these things for me, good for the game, mate. Characters like that, good for the game. Ultimately, characters are good for the yeah. game. Um, I don't know what he said. Neither. And I think that should stay in the field. Is it necessarily the greatest look? No, no not necessarily. But you know what? I'm not going to ask. Like, if him being that, you know, attack, you know, that kind of guy, that's just who he is. Like, you know, like, dude, Shannon Sharp for the Denver Broncos was, he was the biggest trash talker. He would humiliate, you know, any, like, you know, he was just, you know, in those great Denver Broncos teams, you know, in the NFL, like, Sport needs those guys ultimately. Like, and that kind is of, there a line? Absolutely, there's a line. That but, kind of shit's going to end up on the yeah. high pre, I'll guarantee it. Yeah, 100%, like for the yeah. season when they play next year, whether they're there or not, yeah. that will 100 percent be in the promo. Yeah, <laughs> mate, I love the one sleeve too. Unintentional, obviously, with yeah. some mm. swagger. I'm like, yeah, it's def- it's definitely a dick move. Okay, I know it was a dick yeah. move, but I'm, yeah. I'm okay with it. But man, the Raiders, right? So they've won two games now. But you're asking by- them to play on emotion. You are. Like, you are. And they're going to do you some are. stupid things. Mate, from and time Josh to time. Had, his, had his number most of the game. Yeah. The Morris boys outwitted him most of the game. And he, and he got, got over there in the end. They were down 14 points, you know, and essentially their season was pretty much over, but that was the end of their season. Yeah. And he did that. I'm okay with it. Mm. But anyway, they, the Raiders now, so they've, what they've, they're two from six with two pointer under games margins this year. But the two they've won, they took the lead with under a minute left. Oh, <laughs> that's they're just like fantastic. Give them the lead as late as possible, and they yeah. can win your game. Like the other ones, they've lost. What did they do? They lost three of the other four. They were ahead with with two minutes on the clock. Oh god! And the other one was the Knights. They got them when they were like, like I think it was like seven uh, minutes there was left. five. Yeah, there was yeah five it was like minutes seventy-four left on the minutes clock, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, when yeah, we talking other- about the last week, like they were seven of their nine losses were less than four points or something like that. Oh, they led with 15 minutes to go. Led with 15 minutes to go. So the the tactic for the Raiders here is to give up the lead for as long as possible. Yeah. (laughs) Just see what happens. I think we mentioned that during the game. I said, look, it's impossible for the Raiders to choke if they're behind. So let's just let them score a heap of points. Let the least likely player in the comp score 24 points on them. And then just just win the game real late. Last play of the game. Well, how's about this for Ricky Stewart's career? Andrew Ferguson from Rugby League Project did this this week, but I think I've seen some of this. This is some good gear. Two two points are under Ricky's entire career. His team to seventeen from fifty four games. Oh my god! Wow. (laughs) Lordy, thirty percent. Like those should be supposed to be coin flips. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. Or if you've been coaching for that long, they probably should be. You should be winning sixty percent of those games. If you've been around that long. You should have a positive win win on those things, but yeah. Um, Canberra experience. I don't know why they didn't do it do it and do it longer, but every time they ran at Carrot Hold in this game, they experienced mass joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like every time, and at the end of the game, they brought on Blake Austin, who just played as he always did. I think Bulldogs must have forgot who he was. He was on track for seventeen line breaks if he had <laughs> played at that rate for eighty minutes, which that was Thanks, Fox that, Sports. that was so good. <laughs> My yeah. lord, that upset some people, me included. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, so like, job, I, I had to it's do a tunnel take. I was like, "Is that a typo?" And then like, I was like, "Oh god!" I was just like, <laughs> it's, "It's clearly <laughs> it's a so joke." Oh, but, yeah. but jokes are lost on oh, internet. They, oh, yeah, mate, yeah. people take everything literal. Did feel sorry for Reese Martin though. Like, oh, mate. you could not have played a better blinder. Seventeen runs, hundred and eighty meters, thirty something tackles, mm. three tries, six goals. And your team gets dicked in the last yeah, five minutes. Owns an NRL record now for most points scored in a loss. In a losing oh. game, yeah, yeah. And he was, yeah, he was great, like supporting as a back rower. Oh. Why mm. not? You know, mate, he's this big fat bloke out on the edge, but man, oh man, he gets the job done. 
Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what his <laughs> contract situation is at Canterbury, but probably like, overpriced. Probably he's probably he's probably <laughs> on seven hundred thousand dollars a year. But I mean, that's a young forward that they can hang their hat on a little bit. Mm. Yeah. They, you know, they've found a little bit of the a diamond in the rough there, and. I don't know, I just get the feeling that he'll be a guy that sticks around for the next couple of years and it'll be... You get your value for money. Yeah, like yeah, he, sure. he'll be a really good contributor for them. Yeah. And I mean, he he's... I know that we you harped on about his support play earlier, but like his goal kicking is fantastic for a man of his size. His oh, technique is fantastic. Goal kicking back rowers are just... A rare breed. Yeah. A Hitting all the tropes, mate. He's yeah. getting, learning from Daryl Halligan as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Um, and a bit of shout out to Lachlan Lewis. I don't think he's particularly brilliant, but both games he's played, he's he's really got stuck in, mm. the, mm. applied himself in defense, and has a massive boot on him, can send that ball flying. Did he, and, not, yeah. kick, did he not kick a, a fifth tackle kick like 85 meters yeah. in this game? He, absolutely, he has absolutely massive yeah. boot on him. Some of the kicks for touch just send him into the top of the grandstand yeah. at Belmore. But he. Um, he he applies himself. He against Newcastle defended really well. Mm. In this game at the back end, this, this was where inexperience yeah. um, got the better. Like he, mm. um, it was the Tarpany try where Blake yeah. Austin the threat back on the inside and he, and he fell for it. And it's just you know maybe twenty minutes into a game he doesn't fall. But that's yeah, that's the inexperience of youth. And you can forgive him for that. I don't know yeah. if you forgive, though, on the Blake Austin oh, the, try. Oh, the Josh when, Jack. Gee, when when Austin yeah. puts the ball in one hand, yeah. he's looking directly forward, and he does the one move he's been using for five years, and you fall for it yeah. as Josh Jackson. Not good. Yeah. Especially when you had numbers as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, that wasn't great when he fell for the Austin step. Not a good uh, Not a good thing to put out there on the you know the week of Origin wrap round. You know, oh, maybe I'll get mm. back in the team next year. Nope. No. no, it was like oh, when, he, when he first did it, I'm like, has, has Austin dummied or something here? And I saw yeah. the replay from straight on. Oh, no, he's done the Austin thing. He tucked the ball under his arm the moment he got it. Yep. And Jackson fell for it. Not great. But it's, it is quite funny, though. The Bulldogs, have they've lost and by and Woods and look like a better side. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I think, they're, I think they're playing a bit differently. I think um, Adam Elliott's sort of, I mean, he's not like, He's sort of drifting a little bit, looking to get like Reese Martin out on the left edge. Who I don't know that yeah, like I said, they've struck a little bit of gold with, mm. um, you know, get which gets Josh and Brett Morris in on that edge, and you know they're always you know great support players for each other and really give everyone a difficult night in the office. And I don't, I don't know, I just think you know once you get a team that's like bugger, it, like our season's done. Yeah, you know, at the moment, like they just hey let let's just that shitty cliche, let's just play some footy, but that's yeah. just what they're doing, you know. Like, they're just, you know, let's just, you know, they're just trying really hard for each other, and it's like, hey, like, we can't, we can't change what's going on in the boardroom. But, yeah. you know, like, there's 17 blokes that are going to run out every week, and, you know, like, we're just going to try some things, you know. We've got some young halves. Yeah. Like, you know? I mean, you know, I know there was only the Knights last week, and yeah. with how things fell apart for the Knights, mm. they, they scored 36, and they scored 28 this week. Sorry, not, not 28. No, it was 28, sorry. Yeah. Before that, they'd, they'd cracked 20 once the entire year. Yeah. yeah. And know? we spoke about that last week, about the fact that if the Knights are serious, I know they had injuries, but if the Knights are serious, they can't be conceding 30 points to the worst attacking team in the comp and yeah. being like, oh, well, this is just another week, et cetera, et cetera. We spoke about that uh, on last week's show. But as you say, like if if they're going out there and like, like whether they throw the ball around, whether they, you know make line breaks, whether they miss a Blake Austin dummy. As you say, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. What what I think they're trying to find is chemistry within each other, the ability to play with each other yeah. as characters, 
and also things that work for them that may not have worked any any other way except now. Yeah. Well, also, they're giving opportunities to hungry players who want to prove yeah. themselves. I mean, there's no real except motivation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, sometimes if you're a first grader, play the hundred odd games, and you come to this part of the season, you come in second last. Yeah, it's really hard to yeah. get up. Yeah. But if you're Lachlan Lewis, who's like, well, if I play well here, I might be a first grader next yep. year. Yeah. Or if you're Reese Martin, who I've got to lock a spot down. Or yeah. Adam Elliott, who was out of the side earlier in the year. Same yeah. thing. Like, I've got to lift here. Yeah. And I think, I've said it before, and I'll say it again, they've done the right thing with Mbai and, and Woods, getting rid of guys, getting rid of big contracts when they can, because they're not going to win anything in the next couple of years anyway. And yeah. whilst they're both good players, I mean, Mbai is not changing their... He's already seen it. He's been there a couple of years. He's not changing their outcomes. No. He's having good moments, but he's not really opening things up for them a lot. And mm. um. If they can get guys in there cheap, get a few young fellas on their di- on the, on, in for the same value and see if they prove something, they, they might end up in a decent spot. Like, I think Nick Meaney they've grabbed from, um, well, from the Knights. Well, he debuts this weekend. Debuting so, this weekend. Yeah. I think, you know, they'll, they'll get to see what he's got there. But I think he's going to be quite a good player in the NRL. So, I feel like next year they might end up with a guy probably on, you know, two, three hundred k giving them what they'll get out of him by anyway. Mm. So, you know, I, th- I think they're making the right thing. Instead of sitting there and just accepting cap hell for the next three yeah. years... They're like, well, let's try, let's try something. Yep, it's mm. gonna, it's gonna look bad for you know releasing all these players. And Brett Morris would have got released, except mm. for the oh, hang on, if we release, you know, the public backlash is gonna be too much. But yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to wear that. And well, I think, then- I think ultimately, I think they will bounce back. They're gonna bounce back a little bit quick. Or if if they get it right, they yeah. will bounce back a little bit quicker than we have seen some other teams. Well, they're giving us an opportunity to do that, right? Yeah. Like they've given opportunity by by making a lot of getting rid of a lot of guys as soon as they can. They're not like again, they weren't winning anyway. No. Mm. So let's see, let's see what happens out of this. Like, it take some other clubs just languish in there for a long time and go through a slow process and just accept these terrible deals and just sit on them. Like, I mean, the Tigers got out of their trouble by luck. Other yep. team, like all Woods, the contracts Sudesco. are coming to the end at yeah. once, and, yeah. yeah. But they tried to keep all those at one point, all on big money, right? Yeah. And they would have been in the same. And spot they were in cap hell for years before were, that yeah. as well. They yeah. got out of it by luck. Uh, you know, Parramatta went and got Watmo and Bo Scott on massive deals and stuck with them. Mm. Pa- mm. You know, Bulldogs got themselves out of a couple of big ones while they still can. Uh, just a big shout out. Speaking of people on big deals. Craig Eastwood managed to match uh, points scored by Canterbury with run meters for his game. Uh, that's that's a great yeah, they're not statistic. Get, they're not getting rid of that that contract. <laughs> no, Let's go that, 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 that is that I is th- an albatross. I think he could be there for another ten years on the same money. But who knows? Mate, they've they've got to they've got to find a way to get rid of Kieran Foran though. Got, uh, like, well, they, they already tried the medical retirement route. Yeah, yeah. Well, they'll, be, they'll be putting all the tricks that they got to get rid of him. Oh, You're going to be putting nails down on the floor. <laughs> oh, Kieran, you got a foot infection. Yeah. What a shame. Yes. Oh, we'll have to lock that he's off. Got the black plague. <laughs> yeah. Check under his armpits. Make he's sure he's got polio. The... <laughs> Alrighty. Speaking of teams with polio, Gold Coast oh, zero, oh, Brisbane thirty-four. Um, Jonas Pearson killed a guy and then scored a try in the last few minutes. Katoni <laughs> um, Stags. Killed the guy and then got killed himself and yeah. wasn't to be seen again. Cody Nikarima scored a try, Mitch. How did that make you feel? Um, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Points. I was going to say, if the answer is anything other than good, wow. Yeah. Um, so this is the first time the Titans have been held to nil since they got held to nil by the Broncos. Uh, so <laughs> that part was yeah, that was like they're fifty six nil. So they're eighty eight and 0, uh, 88 nil against at home. In the last two seasons against oh, the Broncos. That's Raiders v Tigers that's level of... woeful. Yeah. Uh, I think you can see that the motivation from Ash and Ryan James has gone a little after missing Origin. Because mm-hmm. those two both kind of kind of uh, reined it in in this game. They didn't, didn't really put in the same effort they've been putting in previous weeks. But um, 
I, th- I thought the Broncos would go okay in this game and the young fellas would stand up, but they've been an like, inconsistent side all year. But um, once they're rolling, you know, and things are going their way, they win football games. I mean, do it, the games they've won this year, generally they've completed well and they've hung around or whatever, or they've come back at the end or whatever. But things, when those, things went the Broncos way earlier, they got up and the Titans didn't fight back and that was it. They were yeah. on top for 80. Yeah. This... Mate, Joe Afangawe looked like he was playing with kids. Like, yeah. dead set. He, he was on fire. He, he was insane. He rolled the sleeves up. Had, yeah. I think, 120 metres at half time or something. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It was quite noticeable. I'm like, yeah, he's getting stuck in today. Um, I don't know. They just, those young Brisbane Fords, man, they've done a good job. Yeah. Like, recruiting this lot and bringing them through as they have done. Like, And they've still got Payne Haas, mm. you know, who's out injured at the moment, who they've got high hopes for. Yeah. For feeder. Could be anything. Yeah. Uh, Vossi says he's the best schoolboy player he's ever seen. Yeah, and they've got the starting front rowers for Queensland under 20s this week as well, and Thomas yeah. Flegler and, and Patrick Carrigan. And Dave Fafita would be in that side, but he played NRL, so he's not playing this week for that. But yeah, like, there's, a, there's a real production line of, of young forwards at the Broncos now, and it's probably the best young batch that ever ha- like ever have. I'm not trying to be one of those guys going over, over the top, but when we had you know good forwards... 10, 15 years ago, it wasn't essentially young guys all coming through at the same time. No. Like, like Petro came through after we already had Thorne and Gordy and Webke were already there. Yeah. And when Webke came through, Lazarus was there. You know, that, yeah. there was it was a good mix of experience. Whatever. We've got literally six or seven real good young forwards coming yeah. through that club right now. And the, the same club that has just lost Jai Arrow, uh, Jared Wallace and Herman Essiesi over the last two yeah. years. That's very, yeah. They're a halfback short, but that enthusiastic middle that Brisbane have they'll create some headaches mm. come finals and I think I seen you tweet about it. they've got a they've got five of their last eight games at home so they can finish top four after they were two and five to start the uh, year two and three two mm. and, yeah 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 like they were pretty shaky and everyone was death riding them and but that's no, Wayne Bennett how many times has he done this in his career like Oh six, they were like going down the drain, and then oh shit, they won a comp. Like he's he's no longer a master tactician, but write him off at your own peril. Always yeah. has been. Like you know, it's he's how many times has he been on the mat and got back up? Yeah. You know, how many times has he been finished? Everyone thinks he's done and he's got back up. And yeah, the, the team is not ideal right now. Like, no, the, 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 they've like, got some flaws in their team, but man, there's just so much. You can't help but get excited. Like there's yeah. a. Well, I said about five weeks ago, I said the Broncos pack is being let down by their playmakers more than any pack in the competition. Yeah. But now you've had a bit of an improve in Milford's form since then, and Darius Boyd's hamstrings seem to be operating at some okay level. So some things are happening on the back of it now. Yeah. And yeah, like, as you said, young enthusiasm sometimes just can't be beaten. Just like Penrith's side currently, yeah. the Broncos team, there's some guys with points to prove and... and they're all, they're all making the most of it when they're on there. And even like Patrick Margo, a guy that, you know, not really people have many raps on recently, who's come down from the Cowboys last year. The last two games was, was exceptional. You know, yeah. really good against the Raiders when he came on the bench. Really good in this game. The, the try Darius Boyd scored, it looked like it was terrible Titans defense when we became left to Milford and back on the inside for Boyd to score. But the reason why that space was there is because Patrick Margo knocked over one bloke and took five other guys to stop him moving and played yeah. the ball on his feet. And by the time he played his ball, the ball, there were three Titans players behind mm. our play the ball. That's why there was only two Titans players in the middle of the field because he had a run like that. And that's another young forward who he's off contract at the Broncos, probably won't be there next year. But this just seems to be at the moment, whoever they plug in will do this. He's under the age of 20 <laughs> or, 20, or 23. They're a very so, young and team. And we'll do a job. I, 
cannot help but think from the Titans' side of this, they have been a club forever that are just sort of peddling in mediocrity. Yeah, they Mm. just exist. And this year, and even last year, they have tossed up some absolute shit at home. Yeah, like They they come down and they put on a great performance against the Tigers at Leichhardt. And, you know, they flog the dogs at Belmore. When the dogs are at their lowest... yeah, they, they've had some good away wins. And then on their home ground, they just play like absolute bloody dogs. Yeah. They play mm. like bloody... Oh, it's just... Like some of the stuff that they threw up on the weekend the was like park, was like park footy. It's It must be infuriating. Mm. And like we're not... Like some people can say Brennan, Brennan can coach, others can't. But you know, we're not even... like. The players aren't even giving themselves mm-hmm. or giving him a chance and, to be like, Brennan, hey, yeah, like he can. Like, and their squad's dog shit once you take out Jared Wallace and Jai Arrow, and you know their forward pack gets a little bit thin after that. Yeah, and, and Kevin Proctor went into this game with a stomach virus. Oh yeah, and he like, played yeah. like a busted ass, mm. and they had to put they put Hurrell on the edge for thirty. Who was? Yeah, I like, mean, what's going to happen there? Yeah, and but, like their backline's crap, and Michael Gordon's just not what he used to be. And like the guy's fifty. Yeah. Yeah, Look, I mean, wait, you can't expect him to play like a schoolboy when he's that old. Got sent into the grandstand by Contoni Stags. Yeah. <laughs> that was something else. Yeah, like, was. And he caught the ball like above his head, and then wow, yeah, what what a try! But yeah, you just got to wonder like the Titans are desperate for success. What pro- like, and I know they're not flush with cash, but what price are they going to pay? Do they? Not many guys are like banging down the door to go and play on the Gold Coast. No, they're not and without not, getting paid a, fa- a fair whack. Yeah, and not many blokes are sticking their hand up to coach that team too. And, yeah. and the they're, that, they're in a lot of trouble. The point that you make about Brennan being a good coach or not, like he can only coach the team so far. Uh, like if yeah. you continue to drop the ball and make like dumb unforced errors, yeah. as you say, you can't tackle a bloke because you've got, you're behind to play the ball, for example. Oh, I mean, there's that, but there's also like. He has walked into a poor situation when he yeah. walked there, but he also made the situation worse by bringing Cartwright, Latu, and Mitch Rain. Oh, yeah. And Latu and Cartwright are on, on a fair bit of change. Yeah. yeah. Now they want nothing to do with Cartwright. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And they're trying to get rid of him. And Manly have now, after saying they looked like he was going to sign him, apparently nowhere near interested. Mm. Yep. And then Penrith have the option of taking him back, but they also, like, Again, yeah. mate, I'd rather look, cu- I'd rather cut my leg off. Seriously. You look at their team and you think, oh yeah, what do we need? Is Bryce Cartwright? No, yeah. like they're, they're stuck with that for a little while. Yeah. Someone will get desperate enough because he's a guy that people have seen talent out of. Yep. Desperate yep. enough, think they'll get something out of him. But yeah, it's, it's not a great situation they're in. And then they've got mm. other guys like Keegan Hipgrave. They're lucky; he only played seventeen minutes. Oh, the best, the best hot take from Knights. Um, Knights fans over the weekend is, yeah, we need this bloke because he's got mongrel on as a gun. It's just like he literally like gives away penalties and then like. In the same set of six, after he, he's like the reason they concede the try. It's like he's why, a, like this guy is hopeless. This mental midget within the first oh. three minutes got bodied by Sam Thiday, who who has not bodied anybody since he did Hargraves like four years ago, mm. and then got drawn into giving a penalty by Matt Lodge. Those are the guys that yeah. outwitted him in the space of forty five seconds or whatever, and we then we scored. And it's like, oh, thanks, yeah. thanks, Keegan. Yeah, and then penalty again next set. Mm. Thanks, Keegan. And, they, they, but people it, like him because he's angry. It's like he, yeah, but it's it's like. When does that really ever work? Like, you Angry's know, oh, okay. he has a go. It's like, yeah, well, it's all well and good to have a go, but like, you've got to be able to show some intelligence and yeah. show that you know what you're doing out there. Like, Every dumb penalty he gives, he looks like he feels like he was being rorted. Yeah. He's yeah. roughly like, are you kidding me? It's like, no, mate, you yeah. you did those things. Well, yeah. the, <laughs> the, the second sin bin in that game the other week was the yeah. classic example of that against South, where it was just the most blatant strip. Mm. And he's like, Abused the referee, so then like he just sends him. And Ryan James is like, "What did you do that for?" It's like, 
Like, he just abused me after the most blatant like, yeah. strip ever. Like, what am I supposed to do? Mm. Like, I've got a sin in him. Like, and I think they mentioned yeah. it in the press conference after the game this week. They were like, oh, you know, he's young. He's got a point to prove. I'm like, he he got beat up by a 40-year-old Sam Thiday. Yeah. <laughs> What and, more um, evidence do you want? Mm. And then, yeah, they've, like, some, they blokes, some... some blokes stealing a living in the NRL. Yeah, <laughs> there's a it's Very a true. weird squad though. Some talented guys like Philip Sami, Brimson's quite talented. Ash yeah. Taylor, Wallace, Arrow, Ryan James. Yeah, so they think, just, when those uh, things all come together, there's, there's why they can win games. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll actually talk a bit about the Broncos before we move on. Why not? Firstly, Stags is somebody who like I knew he was talented, but what the. F- <laughs> mm. Every time he plays first grade, I know Mick Ennis has a huge rap on him. He thinks mm. like he's Origin center for the Blues in a couple of years' time. Yeah, and that, um, that level of good. Yeah, and it's one of those ones you look at this team and you think like, how does Jack Bird get back in this side? Or why? Sorry, Spoiler, how? he doesn't. How? Because he makes no. a lot of he money. Even in his admitted, okay, so he even admitted to being unhappy because mm. you know injury and he's just had a crap year. I but, heard preseason. Will he ask for a release? I don't oh, know. because I think it's a real possibility. Like just reading the tea leaves. Yeah, I think. I mean, pre- I heard in pre-season from somebody that he was unhappy, and speaking to people down at other clubs, he turned down, saying, "I wish I came down here." So I heard that in pre-season, and I thought, "Oh, whatever, he's unhappy because he's injured." But it hasn't been his time. But you look at the side; it's like you know, well, they're not going to like Nicarima, whatever about him at seven. They're not going to get rid of him at seven for Bird, and they've done a better thing the last few weeks now by. Limiting Nikarima's role back to what it was last year, yeah. get him away from fifth tackle, and and you know have it, have someone next to him look to his defence for him. Fafita did a really good job in that regard too. For eighteen year old, I think he defended quite well next to him. But mm. anyway, Bird's not taking his job, and the starting back line, if Oates and those guys are still there, he's not taking you know Kahu's job or James Roberts's job. And I'd rather see Stags play. And then you look at the forwards. There's there's whole thing about oh, will Bird will Bird play thirteen at the Broncos? Well, again, as you said, he's got the lodges up front. Uh, you've got Pangai, Joe O, Maguire, yeah. Payne Haas. You know, wh- where does Sewer and Glenn play next year? If one of them's on the edge, one of them's playing yeah. on the bench in the middle. It's Corey Oates. Like, like there's all, there's, in the middle or, there's all like, these yeah. guys that have minutes for, and there's one on 800K who I don't think is better than, or a better fit than any of those guys in those roles, yeah. you know? So who knows where he goes, but you, you've got to be thinking, as you're reading the tea leaves, you have to be thinking they're trying to get rid of him. Yeah. yeah. Because they've got all these other guys to re-sign. And it just, it's just, it just hasn't worked out. It has, so, and so, sometimes it just happens, and it, like you know, guys show up injured at teams like Kate's no, Newcastle. Like he showed up with a bad neck injury, and like it was just doomed to fail from the start. Yeah. Kind of thing, you know, that's but, it, exactly right. And you know, you'd be kicking yourself as a Broncos fan if we lost someone like a Sarko or Corey Oates this off season because we have to keep Jack Bird. Uh, yeah. But surely, like the the Broncos of any club have shown that they're willing to bullet a player. Like just send him down the M one. No, mate, They'll take him. Mate, someone will take him. Look, okay, Bird's had a bad year and people are really off him, but there is still a talented footballer in Jack Bird. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And someone will take his, not all that contract, but a lot of that contract. Yeah. Someone will take a lot of that. Even if, or if he gets a release, he'll get rid of all of it. But someone will take him. There's no worries about that. It's more the fact that the Broncos are ready to give up on him. And yeah. They should be because, even, you know, if you ask me, people will go on about what positions are worth, yada, yada, yada. I don't nah. give a shit what things are worth. Corey Oates and plus... Plus, Katoni uh, Stags probably cost you the same as Jack Bird plus Jonas Pearson. And what are you picking every yeah. time? Yeah. What are you picking on that edge? You're not picking the Jack Bird and Jonas Pearson side. Which Pearson was okay in this game too, by the way. But mm. yeah. The psycho looked good. a bell ringer. But, yeah, very good bell ringer on him. But um, also reading the tea leaves, I feel like uh, Corbin Sims is most likely gone from the Broncos. He's been good for us. I think better than people think just because yeah. he's terrible at your it, club. But where, where does he go? I don't know. Someone will take him on cheap. Yeah. But I just don't think he fits. But also, I feel like 
I hate saying it, we've said it before, I feel like Alex Glenn is slowly getting the wrap-up too. I heard mm. Wayne Bennett speak last week and he was going through, oh, we've got real good young forwards coming through. Yeah, and you know, he, and, and he's got, a 10-year vet at this stage and, now. And, he, so. and then he goes, and we have some of those good older blokes at the right age, he says, and he goes, we've got Andrew McCulloch, we've got Josh McGuire, we've got Matt Gillett. Yeah. And then he goes, we've got Alex Glenn coming to the end of his career. And Glenn is the same age as those blokes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's already thinking that in that club's mindset, it feels they're like Glenn's done, yeah. coming off. He's but, only 29. Yeah, he is. Mm. And, and, but you look at it when you've got, you're trying to keep Sewer, you've got Gillett you've committed to for yeah. way too long, and you've got Fafita who all look ready for first grade. At yep. some point, something yeah. has to bite the bullet. Mm. And yeah, Fafita in this game and the last game didn't blow either game apart when he played, but went on there, had his 10 plus carries, made 25 odd plus tackles, just did his job. And again, Wayne wrapped in post game was like, all we wanted him to do was go out there, do, do a simple role. And it actually shows a lot of maturity for a kid to do that. Because there's a lot of young players that go out there and the moment they get their ball in their hands still think, oh, I want to be a superstar. And, yeah. you know, and I love Pangai, but again, he spent three years doing that. Yeah. And Whereas Fafita went and just did his role and covered for uh, Nikarima better than Sua has all year already in mm. defence. And he'll, he'll be a talented player as well. So I can see why we're in this weird spot. With God, wouldn't it be nice for him to have a, have a halfback next year? Come into that comp with a halfback, they'd, they'd be genuine contenders. That got, that got Ash Taylor, though. Oh, the the, yeah. You gotta move heaven. Uh, I feel like Tana Boyd is closer than most people think because again, reading the tea leaves we're talking about. Yeah. Uh he played Q Cup this weekend. You got special dispensation to play under eighteen. And then you got Darren Lockyer who's in the recruitment of the Broncos and talking about him a little and there's a little little more words coming up and I think they might think he's closer to first grade at a real young age than, than people realise. How so old how old is he? He's not even eighteen yet, he's eighteen uh, end of month. But he's, he's quite filled out, and he had a really good Q Cup debut this week. He, he got named at fullback who played in the halves, and I think he'll get the end of the year at Q Cup and p- potentially a full preseason to see where he, go, where mm. he goes next year. Uh, alrighty, so that's all the games. Um, big, yeah. up, big ups to Parramatta for not losing this week. But how about... Uh, 24-16 win over the bye. Mm. Yeah. How about us, us poor Broncos fans? It was a tough about 14 weeks there. Oh. <laughs> I figure, what's, what's, what's wrong with my club? It was a yeah. tough... Right, we almost dropped out of the eight. We were out, we were out of the eight there. Yeah. For a while. Mm. I mean, you know. Do you want to pick pick next week? <laughs> Why not? All righty. Penrith versus Cronulla Sutherland at Panther Stadium Friday afternoon, Friday evening. Give me Penrith. They, they got the Friday night fixtures mixed around. And Agreed. <laughs> they made a mistake, didn't they? They entered them yeah, wrong. They yeah, got they the night, uh, the they, first free to air game. Was an um, that first free to air game in four years? Man, oh man. I, Channel 9 executives. Breathed a huge sigh of relief. Pierce coming back this week. Yeah. But back to foot of the mountains. Uh, give me Penrith. Mate, this for me depends on whether uh, Maloney and Cleary back up. I know mm. Luai and Phillips were good last week, but yeah. the, the Sharks are a kettle of fish that don't go away. They've been yeah, different. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a fair and point. The, and they've got not really got anybody backing up. They've got Val Holmes backing up. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll go the home team. I'll stick with the home team. I'm, I'm going the Sharks based on who plays in the halves. Yeah. If it's Luai and, and Phillips, Sharks. Yeah. Alrighty, Newcastle versus Parramatta at Hunter Stadium on Friday night. I'm wearing my Knights hat, but Josh King is starting in the front row. <laughs> Unless that changes, my tip will change, but if he's starting in the front row, it will be the Eels winning that oh, game. Lord. Give me well, Parramatta. We're not going to bother going to bringing Harry down with more Knights takes. He's been here this year already, so we're not going <laughs> to go into his deep and meaning feelings here, but... um. Knights missing Palin Ponger as well is real big. I know Mitch yeah. Pierce is back and he'll bring a lot more direction. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, well, actually, no, it's not going to be interesting to see what Meany can bring to the side because he's gone next year. Yeah. I, I actually would have gone. I, th- I think they, well, Meany is out 
gone next year. Yeah, I would have. You, you're still a chance, or you're still some kind of chance of keeping Lamb. I would have been like, okay, Lamb, you're going to play six. Watson Connor Watson, won. you're going to play fullback. Like one is obviously Watson that position. Yeah, this current time, state yeah. and time. Um, yeah, I'm going Parramatta. They've got more troops back again, you know, and they've got Tepai Morrow back on the bench. Not a, not a world's greatest player, but another capable again, body. Again, Josh yeah. King is starting in the front Josh row. Josh King is starting, and uh, it's not a spoon bowl for the for the Knights, but uh, the Eels oh, need this one. Right, it's, it's not far off a spoon it's bowl. It's not, not far off a spoon bowl. <laughs> yeah. Mate, your cup, your Jackson wins with, with Kalen back into the year. Surely. Uh, alrighty, Saturday afternoon at the Olympic Stadium, Canterbury-Bankstown versus South Sydney. Souths. Yeah, the frisky bulldog side. They're, they're, um, yeah. I think Souths have named all their guys to back up, and they, they rested them all last last back up, but that was also on a Friday. Yeah. So I think we'll see my, a lot of them back up. I'm going South. Uh, I'll take Souths by 13+. plus. Uh, Manly Warringah versus Melbourne at Brookvale. Um, uh, Melbourne. Mel- Melbourne by yeah. a few. Yeah. Uh, prediction, Hughes plays fullback, Croft plays seven. Yeah, and back up. And Cam Smith plays dummy half. And just murders it yeah. always. <laughs> <laughs> Flaming hot take. Cam yeah. Smith, 13 plus. Yeah. Uh, alrighty, and the Saturday night game is Canberra versus North Queensland at God's Own Bruce Stadium. Um, uh, I'm going to take Canberra. Nick Kotrick at fullback, by the way. Yep. That's going to be yep, big end. Yep. <laughs> That's no, 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 I'm, Harry's no, I'm, I'm all in on Nicola Kotrick yep. being the fullback. Mm. Like, yep. uh, as a short term, because... They're gonna have. They've got a Joey Leilua decision to make whether they want to hang on to him, sort of longer term, and whether they go. Okay, do we put Kotrick at right centre, mm. where that's where he made his name in SG Ball and things like that, or you know, or, uh, do we shift Kotrick to fullback and, and put White in the centre? You know, mm. which is what what the call has been for forever for some, from some people, but. Yeah, Kotrick played a game at fullback. He got shifted to fullback. Yeah, he had early. A, a, quite a yeah, good game. Yeah, there. and he was really good. He has um, a lot to learn there, but now you've got opportunity to teach him some things. Mm-hmm. You know? That's he'll, it. he'll run for 200 metres. He will. So I, I like that too, and I'm, I'm picking him. And I feel like it's a perfect game for the Raiders to take the lead with five to go and win. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like yeah. Cowboys can do what they do, get ahead, hang around. and then the, Just quietly the, the, the Cowboys. They've lost, a, they've lost some close games this year. Yeah, yeah, they've been off the pace in a lot. But like, They're getting back they, all, all the karma of all the previous yeah. years. Yeah, winning and, all those games. Like, and that's the difference between them being like at the bottom of the ladder than them being like you know pushing for the top four. Now, like, it's that kind of competition. Conspiracy for you, Harry. Jordan McLean died on a pig hunting expedition. <laughs> that's my conspiracy. Where is he? <laughs> I've got no idea. He's, he's, but he was out for like five weeks. It's now round 18. He's still not there. I've seen some pig hunting photos on Instagram by that little group of his and, and Scotty Bolton's and Java Bowens. But yep. you can't prove to me where those photos are taken. <laughs> Jordan McLean has not been sighted. Jordan McLean's he's been, got, he's he's a got, reanimated corpse. He's gone up the cape and he's had to climb a tree from a bloody wild boars. Yeah. Try to get he's stuck still into up, him. He's, and still, he, up he's still up that tree. And they're doing the Ferris Bueller's Day Off stuff with him. They're <laughs> training and they're taking photos on Instagram. But he's... He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I've not seen him animated in the last 10 years. <laughs> 10 weeks, sorry. Uh, Jordan Rappin' are back for this one too. Yeah. Oh, is he? There yep. He oh, name to start. Yeah, they're winning. <laughs> so he's on, on your uh, late late uh, show for the Raiders, Jordan Rappin' at a kick of 45-metre field goal to win the game. Uh, that's a balloon moment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sunday afternoon at Lang Park, Brisbane versus New Zealand Warriors. Give me Brisbane. Yep. Is that a four, a two o'clock game? Two o'clock. That's a weird. That'll be 
There's no Monday. Because there's no Monday. Mm, they'll get 40,000 plus. It, uh, mate, they've had a few weekend games this year and they haven't gone as well as people thought they would. Okay. So. But um, this is probably the strongest Broncos team you'll see this year until Gillett returns. Yeah, and, they're, they're, and I think... Then a funny spot, though, when Gillett gets back, who do you drop out of, you know, the likes of Sims or Stags or Sewer out of the 17 completely? Oh, who knows? Just have them on yeah. a rotate. I just think yeah, yeah. Warriors' middles are a little bit too depleted at the moment, and but, the yeah. youth will rise. There's, there's no way this bench is what the Warriors run out with. There's no way Tavita Sartai, Joseph Vuna, and his second game, and Anthony Yelling is the bench. Gee whiz. That's, yeah, they're, they're just they're down on troops. They're down on troops. So, yeah, <laughs> obviously, picking the Broncos at home here and... Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how they go. Oh, by the way, I'm going to give credit. To, I forgot to do this earlier. I'm going to give credit to Sam Thaday. He's been pretty good the last three weeks. Yeah, uh, I think he's, um, that amount of credit was a, a right that's amount. It. Well, he's going through the line really well and doing a bit of what Adam Blair was doing for, for us last year. Yeah. A couple of Milford's good runs come from Sammy going to the line. So there's mm. a small bit of credit. Don't tell anybody it happened, but it's here. We'll, we'll, cut, the game review. we'll cut that in. We'll cut that in post. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sunday afternoon as well, four ten. The TV game is St George Laura versus Wests Tigers at Cogra. Uh, I'll drag, take, take the Saints by a few. Um, Luke Brooks hasn't had a try since round eight or something like that. Have they scored a try since round eight? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> does feel like it? Yeah. I, True. Yeah, just Dragons. They'll win. Yeah, Dragons. Have got, and uh, the, the Tigers have thrown back in Nofaluma and Marshall's back and Madalino's back. There's some, there's some okay changes, but yeah, Dragons uh, have gone full strength. Backing up, and they need to get back on that uh, track. Nofaluma versus Nightingale is going to be a battle for the ages. Yeah, and how about um? Yeah, so the Tigers at this point have their best ever defense after after sixteen rounds. That's impressive. but their second worst ever offense. That's not like, so yeah. impressive. It's not, it's not a good year for that to it's happen. Not, well, yeah, what a weird weird way for that to happen. Even um, if you're just average. Is is yeah. James Graham going to be awake for this game? Because uh, the World Cup final is on Sunday, so he may be rested. Because he, Man, he be loves Rugby League more than anything. Okay, that's <laughs> true. He does. He does. <laughs> He'll be awake. He'll be there. Well, uh, if he's too. If he's drunk or something and just can't put that'll be all time. I mean, to be fair, he every time he takes a tackle, he does look like he's got a concussion. So, you know, it could be hard to tell. Anyway, speaking of players with concussions, Gold Coast versus Eastern Suburbs at Rabina on Sunday evening at 6.30. Oh, we've got one of those ones. This is one of those daylight savings, weird weird daylight savings games, but they're only putting it on because it's Origin Week. Sydney City will win this Well, week. this is one of those weird things. This, this head-to-head record for these two clubs is close. Like, really? They're eight wins for the Titans, nine for the Roosters. Like, it's a, it's a surprisingly okay... You know, match up for the Titans. I've lost the last three of them, but that just shows you they've, done, they've turned up okay. Against make it, them. make it ten for the. But I, but I'm going ten for the Chooks yeah. too. I can't, mm. I can't pick this Titans side at the no. against this. I know the Roosters aren't full on troops, but yeah, not for me. Chooks no. for me too. Not for me. Simi Renrandra trying the chip and chase. Oh, this will be interesting. Oh, yes, it will, yes. Semi Rundrundra. Oh, he's absolutely buried it. Rundrundra. Alrighty, it's news time. Yo. There's a small exhibition game going on this week uh, in Brisbane. We did speak about it a lot last week, but. Uh, we should probably mention Origin, I guess. Yeah, we're not going to do a dead game rubber. Dead rubber, folks. Don't let anyone tell you there's no such thing as a dead rubber. It's this is a dead rubber. Deadest rubber of all time. It's God. still a fun exhibition game, as all Origins are. But 
My cranes friends, it's nev- a dead rubber. Cranes have never been more dangerous. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the only storyline from this game for me currently I'm concerned about is Boyd Cordner. Yes. Uh, so, name for the Blues going in under injury cloud, not name for the Roosters to back up. Probably going to play with a needle. This happened last year. He played game three and missed, was it nine weeks for the Chooks? Mm-hmm. Mm. Doing it again. I know he's the captain. But. Dead rubber. Sorry. Dead rubber. <laughs> and he's playing. Nothing to play for. Like, I get it. Like, yeah. you're, not, you're not losing your spot, Boyd. You don't have to play. Yeah. You're the captain. I know, again, it's an origin game. You get yeah. paid 30K, but... But like that, yeah. and that, and that 30k, <clears throat> excuse me, that 30k, like uh, as we said, we, he's he's a young man. He's still only what 26, 27. Yeah, yeah. I know he's captain of the state and yada yada yada. But like that 30k that he gets from Origin, he, if he hurts it's himself nothing, seriously, it's going to be 30k that oh, he mate. loses ten times over at the end of his career. Yeah. He probably gets paid like per match. He probably gets paid that for the Roosters anyway. Yeah, exactly. More than that, so why why do it, man? Just. Chill. Yeah. There's pip. There's and it's not like the the Blues are in a situation where there's nobody who's able to take his place. Like yeah. they they didn't pick Ryan James. I mean, I, I'm I, not saying I, that he would have played in the I same totally spot. Totally get the mentality. You want to play. You want to go three 0 You're the captain. You want to be yeah. there. I get. I get it. I get it. But like, man, yeah. when you did this last yeah, year, yeah, I'd have been like, if I'm the if I'm the Roosters, I would have been very tempted to not release him because mm. it, it is it is incumbent on the clubs to release these guys. And if they think he's busted. We need like if we are any chance of winning a premiership, we need him. Mm. And I don't think we'll ever get to a point where that. But I tell you what, the thought would have to have floated through Roosters HQ to be like, it's a, well, like why is he playing? We you, we you, see it in other sports where players aren't released by clubs. You see it a lot in international football, yeah, with much contention. But they're not released by clubs purely because they've got an injury. Mm. And you've got a player who, like, is not going to play on the weekend, has not no. been named to play on the weekend, and. He could potentially put himself out for the rest of the season like he did last time. Yeah, well, the, he also yeah, he was also terrible in Game 3 last year. Can't yeah. Get calf injury. Yep. They went right through him a couple of times. Mm, and I know that he's going to be the bloke that lifts the shield, and that's that's all it is, in my opinion. That's the only thing that's stopping yeah. him from not yeah. playing is the fact that he wants to lift the shield. He wants that photo. He wants that 3-0, mate. But like, the shield, you know. yeah, as he said, would you, as we discussed last week, would you rather win 10 Origins or a Premiership? Mm. Like, really? Um, there is a little bit of news this week. Blake Austin has decided to uproot and move to Warrington in the saddest rugby league news of the week. Um, Mate, he turned down the Eels, so good on him for having the balls. Maybe he was confused. Mm. Well, I mean, the Eels were like his junior club too, yeah. so yeah. it would have been easy to be like, you know, the whole going home thing. But mm. And his parents, everyone lives, lives around yeah. there, but he took up the uh, three years in Warrington. He, he spoke about uh, at the presser today where it was announced, he said, you know, there was the there was a consideration to play, like, to play at home because that's where, where all my family is, and it's. I'm sure he's found it being being down in Canberra quite tough, being away from his folks. But like he said, we find it fine being with our four kids by ourselves as well. Like he's going to move to the other side of the world, and he's got a if he's got a tight knit support network with you know his wife and his kids there, then there's no reason that he can't make it a success. The one thing Super League clubs do, like they might not be flush with catch, but they do everything they can to look yeah. after you know the yeah. Aussie players and that that come over. Um, but. Well, if they don't, they get the whole homesickness. Pretty, it still happens pretty easily. Players yeah, get yeah. out of their deals, but if they they look after the Aussies, yeah. I mean, sure. look how well looked after Chris Sandow was. He was yeah. looked after by every bakery well, in Warrington. Yeah, he's yeah. going back. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, Blake Austin. Like, I know we say this often about Aussies that go there. Yeah, his their, run, fa- their fans will love him. They yep. will love him, and he, the fact that he's he's a direct player. He'll carve up there. Mm. The direct play on the edge is a nice step, and his yeah. defence won't be as big of an issue there. You don't yeah. get thrown as much shape at you in England. It's a more direct game and a slower yeah. game. You can yeah. play man on man defence. Exactly to right. To use a basketball analogy. Exactly right. 
Alrighty, uh, Tui Lola here. He's going to go to England as well. His is a weird career. Yeah, it's three years ago. I was so I was like, mm. this guy's going to be rookie of the year in 2015. Like he is a superstar. Then he was on the wing for the Warriors. He gets released, and then it's like Ivan Cleary is going to be like Tui. You're going to be my fullback, and then no. Event X happens and something else happens and mm. and he's inconsistent. He shows up a little bit overweight and it's like, Tui, what are you doing, man? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I I do respect that he wants to be a, a, a playmaker and I, I takes balls to pack up and move to England as well. He could start on the wing at, at an NRL team, mm. easy still now, but he wants to play on the spine. Apparently, you're going to go play five eight in England, so put, and in top four clubs. So I think like we could be great. Or could be. Uh, Another one, absolutely the thing that he needs. But just, a fantastic support player, and he has oh, confidence issues. When he's been five eighth for Tonga, he's been yeah. fantastic. Mm. It's yeah. just it's you know, big it's, loss it's a, for Tonga. A, yeah, it's a it's a different kettle of fish. Like you know, to play week in week out NRL, like you know, as one of the chief playmakers in the team. But mm. you know, this might be the next year or two. He might come back. Well, I hope he does come back, mm. and we sort of say, like because he's very talented. Yeah, mm. I'm, I'm not giving up on Tui, and yeah. maybe two years, as you say, in the Super League, starting every week, getting yeah. his confidence back, and building his game. He could be back in the NRL. Who knows? But he, another one again. He just it feels like a great fit, and he. I said Austin would be good. He feels Tui feels like me that he could be Man of Steel next year. I know, I know people yep. thought turn around again, but he's that level of a talent that we've seen mm. him do it, yep. and has a, a great running game, good support player, and again when he's on top. He's running with his tongue out, you know, scream when he's way to scoring tries kind of thing. He lo- loves rugby league yeah, as well, so yeah. he should be good for anyone. Uh, alrighty, on to more signings. Josh Morris has left the Bulldogs. Tears are flying out of Belmore. Well, he is a nine-year player at Belmore. Yeah. Like, that's... Yeah. Two years that of, came quickly. Two years two, of the Sharks. 200-something 200, 200 games for the club. Mm. Um... He's one of the he's one of their all time legend lead, players, yeah, and leading like, appearance you, makers. Yeah, like when you think about, like, I mean, there's been some outstanding centres at the Bulldogs over the years. You know, you think Andrew Farrer and right. you Even know guys like Vangana, Vangana, like, uh, and you know Tonga like, for a couple of years, yeah, like, Lucy like, for a little while. For yeah, two like years. you know, there's you know been some great great players over you know, and Josh Morris certainly for like the more modern generation of the doggies fan base. Mm. He's one of their greats. Yeah. And, and you know, two, there's not many 200 gamers. No. And I'm team. Co- I know people have been predicting that he'll fall off a cliff, but I'm pretty confident in the Morris boys, the way yeah. they, they apply themselves. And, and he, even at his worst this year, still a solid defensive player, but he got himself back in the off season, got back to being the fastest player at the Bulldogs. Mm. And, and to go and apply yourself and work on that kind of stuff and the extras you're putting in to do that shows he's still, he's still applying himself. Yeah. I don't know Brett following or not, I don't know. I'd yeah. rather have Josh at this point in their careers myself because Josh can play in a role that, you know, he's really solid defensively. Yeah. You yeah. can't find solid defenders in the centre very easily. And Brett's just not, not quick, but he'll end up somewhere, you'd think. He's yeah, good enough. percent But yeah, it's a very shark signing on brand for Flano. Yeah. Too old, young. Old dude. Too young, if anything. Yeah. It is weird, though. Like, I'm so used to hating all their signings. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. weird having a player I like go there. Uh, Jason Bakuya has signed a, another deal at the Sharks. He's about 30 now, isn't he? He's been mm. around for a while. Mate. Mm. And he's still just bench back rower there now. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> That's it. Like, bit of lock, bit of... bit of on like the a whole team it's of bench back He's made a career of it. But it, but yeah. again, like, the Sharks, they've got to get to a point where they've got to knife some old blokes. Like, he, like, like <laughs> mate, the I, no- lo- I love Luke Lewis. They knifed old blokes like and that, that was a problem for them. You can't keep trotting them out every year. Like, they can't play till they're 45. Yeah. Yeah, and... 
Well, we, we don't know that for sure. I mean, yeah. like well, a, lot of these, a lot of these players could play till You get old real quick, and no one can really see it coming, but it just yeah. happens, and you're just half a step. You know, like, Gallon hasn't been that crash hot this year. I think they've well. prepared I mean, themselves for that one, eh, yeah. with, with the wood signing. Yeah. Mm. And then, but then uh, yeah, Lewis leaves, and I guess they'll put either Capewell or Scott Sorensen or Bakuya Sorensen looks a good prospect, look right. yeah. But, yeah so they've got a, but they do have to regenerate a little yeah, bit. So. They do. They, they, you know, they know Sonny Katoa is young, but it's like that's like it in the yeah. starting side currently. Mm. And I'm sure some, t- some Sharks fan will correct me that someone else is under the age of 40, but <laughs> don't at me. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. We're going to have any questions. Question time. First one's for Harry Ramage. Comes Oof. from Michael Darren 79. He says, where's Brock Lamb's career at? What does he need to improve and what is his realistic potential? Uh, his realistic potential is very, very good first grade 5'8". Where is he at? I don't even know where he'll play next year. Um, I don't know. I think his manager's playing chicken with the Knights, maybe some other clubs at the moment. Um, and what needs to change is his attitude? Mm-hmm. I think he's too. Ha- I think he's too happy being the guy in reserve grade mm-hmm. rather than being, you know, just one. You know, a, a player in first grade. Like he, yeah. he, uh, he was happy to play reserve grade this year, which is that's the wrong mentality to have. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what has to change. Yeah, and I'm I'm a fan of his potential, and I like when I what I see from him. But uh, yeah, there there's definitely some attitude issues there. Yeah before he becomes a quality first grader. And yeah, I think the Knights should keep him. I don't think he's got a big enough market that someone's going to throw 500k at him and you're going to lose him. Yeah. No. And I just think you should keep him because... Resign him for a year. Well, exactly. Why that's not? it. You know, you, Pierce is obviously a seven. Pong is obviously a one. Yep. But you, I just wouldn't want to commit to Connor Watson again full-time six. Yeah. He's a good player. But, you know, you keep Lamb around. You, you put does not competition. hurt him, yeah. Does not hurt. No. You know, okay, and then he follows up with, uh, where has it gone wrong for the Tigers and odds on Blake Austin being the man of the steal? Um, where's it gone wrong for the Tigers? They just can't score points. Yeah. It's really weird. They just... And their defence has They're got... Like completely impotent uh, in the 20. Yeah, yeah their defence has slowly got worse as the, year's gone on, mm-hmm. the year has gone on. So, um, But yeah, it's the score and the points, like Luke Brooks, no tries since like round. Like that's, you know, that's... A long, long time. Like ago. that's criminal. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's like we're talking Anzac Day. Yeah, and that's and yeah. also it's like they play like they have to score from every set when they get the ball, yeah. and and they actually will have half breaks and line breaks or they create things, but they'll go forty odd meters down the field in one play, and then still play like they're teenagers in the back of it. Mm. And there's too many experienced guys in that side to play like that. Yeah. And and like there was an occasion when Anthony Don scored last week. It was tackle zero when the Tigers got the ball on halfway. They spread it. When it passed too far, Don picked it off and ran the distance. It yeah. was tackle zero. And then there yeah. was you there know? was another one of them where I think they they went through the middle. They made a forty yard break, and then Packer gets the ball and offloads it to I don't even know who it was in the Titans team. But then the Titans get the ball zero tackle on you know, their own forty, and they're in great field position. Yeah. If you can't score off every set, then that's the thing I think they need to. Learn. Yeah, early in the year, well, early in the year they were fine like that. Yeah, they they ground teams out, and I don't know what's changed. Mm. You, you wouldn't think taking Benji out of the side would have that effect. You think no. that's the other thing no. with Benji's like, career? It, their, their defense and attack is like completely inversely proportionate. It's like yeah. 
at the start of the season, they defended so well and they were, you know, were relatively patient. mute. But yeah, they patient. They backed themselves to, to work their way into games early in the year and that's just gone. So perhaps this week with Benji back in the side and with, uh, with Farrah at nine, they might play like that a bit more. But mm. we'll, we'll see. And last one, odds on Blake Austin, Man of Steel. Um, 10 to 1. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say 10 to I'm 1. Not gonna, yeah, people are going to say closer, but he's still he's a majority ball runner still. And he's also Warrington are a good club. But yeah. It, yeah. Like, I, he's going to be playing in it, like a fairly decent team. Like Warrington's never won the Super League, but yeah. they've never, but in the last. They've never they they haven't they've been had far them, away. They've had their moments. But yeah. I'll, put but, mine, if I get, I'll put mine on Tui at St. Helens over him. That's what I would. Interesting. <laughs> Uh, Frankie Yonis nine eighty seven says, "Why are English soccer fans going full Gronk? Oh, Do they ne- always? I will never understand. Or like, like, why does anyone think they have the right to like deface public property and just put it down to ah, oh, it's just you know that's football. It's, it's you banter. know, you celebrate. It's banter. It's like no, like I'm, I'm all about your taxes pay to replace. Like you are literally paying a huge price. I'm all about like, going nuts, just you know, celebrating your team win. Yeah, but like, in a normal fashion. Yeah, you don't have to like you know, like old mate jumping through a bus shelter." Mate, you can slit your throat, yeah. kill yourself in the street, yeah. and everyone has to witness that, mate. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. what are you doing? Reminds like, me of uh, peanut. Reminds me of the Bulldogs Premiership win where that bloke jumped <laughs> through the jumped through the shop awning in Canterbury. Yeah, yeah. like why people? I'll just never understand. It's, yeah. it's just so yeah. weird. Like, I am cheering for them to lose. <laughs> That's my first team. You be, you're being a, a heel. Mate, the, the Queen might die or something. Like something. Like, honestly, like someone will think that's a great Lost. idea. <laughs> like they're gonna lob. They're gonna come here, Liz. They're gonna lob a flare into Buckingham yeah. Palace. I'm back on England. They're still in Buckingham Palace, yeah. Palace, Harry. I mean, oh lord. Mitch has always been on the fuck the Queen bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> I, have been. I, never, I never wanted to kill her, but no. you know. hey, look at the opportunity. I also there. never not wanted to kill her. <laughs> yeah. um, we're going to watch. Anyway, It'll be Billy Ace ninety nine. Blake Austin signed with a team from the Super League today. Does this mean that he will sign for a different club every day for the rest of his career? <laughs> Pro rata stats. There you go. Messi has got Ozil. What should Ricky be sacked? Sorry, when should Ricky be sacked? And how many Raiders players need to go? Uh, sorry, Ed, after this tweet in the 70th minute of the game. New question. <laughs> yeah. Who was most likely to play the Raiders in the grand final? <laughs> South Sydney would be the answer to his second question. Mm. Uh, next next question. Frankie, and that's again, says, can we get some thoughts and prayers for Tui? Do we blame the Tigers for not getting him sorted, or is he just a waste of talent? Um, I think, as you were saying a little earlier, bit yeah, I think it's an attitude. outcomes in that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe an attitude thing. Maybe he needs an arm around him and he's not getting it. Thing, yeah. could be anything really. Yeah, I feel like uh, not a waste of talent yet. Still too early to say that. Mm. But I would def- I would lean more to that than blaming the two clubs at this point. Yeah, agreed. As well, <laughs> Manny P twenty five, famous Dragons fan says Melbourne is asshole. Why Matty hate? <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, the feeling, Matty. Melbourne yeah. is asshole. Yeah. <laughs> How about look it up this way? Yeah, the Bulldogs are the only team in the comp with a positive win record over them. How? That's How? bizarre. And Billy yeah. and Cam both haven't got win records over the Bulldogs. They're both, I think, uh, Cam's 12 and 12, and Billy's 10 and 10. Oh, I know they lost a couple of semi finals to them very early in their careers. But yeah. Even then. Like... Well, like in Bellamy's era at the Storm, they are 1 and 3 against the Bulldogs in finals. And the only one they mm. won was the grand, the one that mattered, the grand yeah. final. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, Josh Robbo, 44. Have the Warriors returned to the side that gives up after 20 minutes if they don't score? One game. Well, that, well, well that, yeah, that's that's the challenge for them, right? Mm. Like, you know. Mm. But like I said, 
you know, in the review, that that it literally is the challenge for them mm. to show that you no, know, we're not that team. Well, we're the, not the, those guys anymore. Yeah, they have to win pretty much two more games to make the finals. Yeah, yeah, two so, out of eight. Two out of eight. They yeah. should do that. Should do it. Oh, you, you know, all teams to not do it. The Warriors, yeah, are the Warriors are yeah. the one. Yeah, and you know. But they've got the t- oh they play the Titans on the Gold Coast. There's one win. They yeah. love the Gold Coast, and then no, they carve them up there. Yeah, they've got a tough run. They got Broncos, uh, Storm, Dragons around that. Although they do they have the, the Knights. They, they got the Knights at home. That's yeah, two points. That, that's home. one of their wins. They play the Bulldogs. They should win that. They got they got but they are that so they got oh like, it could be Warriors Raiders for the. Oh, I hope that turns into a winner gets into the eight team. Yes. Can you yeah. imagine? You'll have like peak Leilua just. Mouthing <laughs> off, you'll have some, you'll have some crook shit happening. Those are the two game. teams you want to see playing off to make it. Out. Yes, exactly. Anything could happen. Yeah, okay. Let's let's wish that into the world. Yeah. Bring that into existence. Write it down, Dale. Alrighty, <laughs> I'm scribbling. Uh, is there anything as far school in the NRL as the A League marquee? Says Josh Robbo. Is this what <laughs> in the NRL? Yeah, anything is farcical. Do you, do you, okay, do you consider the A League mar- marquee to be farcical? No, I think it's great. I think it's a good. I think it's a good idea, and it works in small markets like ours. Yeah, like, it, it wouldn't work. We we've discussed it earlier. We we talked about it last season about Tamalola being a marquee. Like, I don't think that you could have a player in the NRL and call them the marquee because mm-hmm. I think it it's too it's small of a market. Like yeah. yeah, it doesn't work like that, and there's not enough talent. The marquee isn't farcical. I mean, but I mean, the the thing for me that's farcical is the fact that like the FFA. Uh, could be potentially playing, paying these people instead of like the club owners. That for me is a weird thing. Yeah. Not farcical, but odd. Yeah, I think that's odd. But it's, uh, I know a lot of people are on the no cap wagon. It, honestly, I don't think the no cap. Like I know people worry that it'll make the disparity in the league. That disparity's already there. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's the same six teams fronting up. Basically, yeah, yeah. Every well, it's, year, like, what, it's like, like two of every three comps is won by the victory of Sydney. Yeah. yeah, the other one, someone, someone else gets a shot. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's a farcical system. Uh, is anything? So, is there more things to worry about than how Joey Leilua reacted on Saturday? Of course, there is. Yeah. Yes, lots more things. Yeah. Lots more. Yeah. Worry about Lachlan Lewis's hair. You worry? He about looks it? like a baby, doesn't he? He does. He looks like a child. Whereas, like Uncle Wally, Uncle Wally had like the same hairdo he does now when he was like twenty. He was yeah. like sixteen and yeah. <laughs> poor Lachlan Wally has to separate himself from his uncle, like. Three times already. Yeah. yeah, I'm not Wally Lewis. Yeah, so like, well, I don't think a single fan has made the comparison. No, <laughs> but in you your 160 know. minutes of yeah, first grade, why are you not Wally asked. Lewis yet? Uh, Mario Siegs asks, "Is now Nightingale a back rower proof of supremely bad coaching, or a justified show of loyalty refusing to drop a club legend?" I the think, I think, yeah, the latter. But in this in this instance, it was just it was terribly managed. We spoke about that earlier. There had to, yeah, there had to be better ways of doing yeah. it. And, uh, but yeah, it's a show. Most of it's show of loyalty. Like yeah. he's got got Kurt Mann's job back from just being bad last week. Yeah. Mann's been better than him on the wing. Mm. Um, Mario Segs again. No, I'm not watching a movie trailer, mate. <laughs> just, <laughs> watch this movie trailer and then see, tell us if it's good to watch or, or freaky. I'm not watching a trailer on a podcast. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pete Fulcher says, "Oh, you're no homo, but." 13 of most handsome NRL players, or just one from each position. Okay, well, Jack DeBellin. Jack DeBellin. He's at lock forward. Uh, uh, the halves is Sean Johnson, surely. Yeah, yeah. Gareth, Gareth Widdop in there as well. He's got a he's got a he's great, good, he's quite a good, good looking player. I feel like the, I don't like the English accent, but I feel like the ladies would really like it. Yep. Yeah. Also, Car- he's Carrot Holland would be one centre. Yep. Oh, well, he would be, wouldn't he? Yeah. Mm. Even Paul Gallen was banging on about his eyes. Was it? Oh, Paul Gallen like Yeah. Him. God, he, and he'd be one of those guys who couldn't couldn't handle mm. the gauge. Nick Cotrick's on the wing. Nick <laughs> yep. Cotrick's oh, on the wing. Please. That's a good looking man. Yeah. 
That um, is. It is. It's awkward saying that about a nineteen-year-old, but that is a. a <laughs> hey, mate, man he's of age. He's <laughs> of age. That, that is a hunk of man meat. I tell you yeah. that much. You could almost have, if not this year's George Burgess, but you could almost have the Burgess out front. Oh, <laughs> you would. Yeah, you would. Both of them. Yeah, yeah, like. Oh, I mean, we know there's the evidence there that, uh, you know. Mate. Yeah. All departments. All, the, all, all <laughs> there. Yeah, big Georgie boy up front. Yeah. 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 Tom, we, we're assuming Tom's got the same equipment. Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay, who we got smashing the edges there? <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> yeah. I'm not big on Boyd Corder. I feel like no. the, the bum chin get, would get some ladies going. Nah, I'm not I a big fan of that either. Smoky, Ryan Madison might fill out the other spot. Ryan Madison. Oh, that's not even mm, a yeah. Smokey. That, that's right yeah. up top there. There's big Smokey. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who's the other edge there? Not, not Cordner. We've got to have somebody. Mm. Me, it, oh, it's Pangai, but I can't separate love from looks. No, no, I don't. <laughs> you know, he's, he's, got the, he's got the jokes. He's got the jokes. He's got jokes. the jokes. Okay, we've got some more backs. Who's some more pretty boys? It's funny work? that we can't think of the backs when the backs are always the pretty boys. Well, it just shows you, mate. Those, we were all into the, the be- beefy fellas, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we like them beefy. That's what the boys are about. Jeez. Uh, Go to have some backs. Fullback. Two of us are Sheck's a good-looking fella. He yeah, is. Rod, yeah, get, get Roger. Roger in there. I think I think that the hair that him and him and Sean Johnson can pull the hair oh, does it does mm-hmm. a big 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 things for him big things. Is Tamalolo a good looking fella? Uh, nah, not nah. a good looking bloke. But there are a lot of women out there who enjoy his. Well, if you ask me, physique. I'd say yes. Yeah, but yeah. How about, how about Tarek Sims? Does he does he lock an edge down? I think he's, he could. I think he's twenty year old Tarek Sims. Yeah, but Definitely. nah, not not, not this man. Tarek mm. Sims. Not this one. He's boss good sort. Well, I think, I think it's pretty rare. If you crack this slot over 30 as a footy player, you, yeah. you are Paul, a good Paul man. Vaughan actually would be up front. Yeah. Oh, Paul yeah. Vaughan. He's, yeah. Yeah. Paul oh, Vaughan. he's Italian too. Yeah, he is. He, he, <laughs> mate, Malto Benno. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, look, we haven't got a full side there, but, that, that's, but that's, yeah. that's enough. That's, that's enough. And if Tedesco had better teeth, he'd lock down. You, oh, you, yeah. you, you get him in there somewhere. He looks like a desecrated graveyard. Dead set. He does. Miss Thomas Grace Triple Eight. If the NRL to bring in individual jersey numbers for jerseys, do you think there should be limitations, e.g. only two jerseys or numbers one to 30? Uh, I do think so. Yeah, I, it, it would have to be two digits. Because like 32-year-old Todd Carney tried to get 69 on his jersey. Yeah. And no 32-year-old man should even be given that choice. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, yeah, like you don't want I like can, yeah, Chris that's... Gale 333 three, three on the back. That oh, would yeah. look stupid. One to 30, would be named at the start of the season. Yep. Yeah. Because you can't play if you're outside the 30 anyway. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. I like it. Mm. Meridia AH asks, ask, is it coming home? No. It's not. Jamie? No, I think it is. I think it is. Oh, no. Mm. No, it's coming home. <laughs> the Queen is in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Sound the alarms. Luckily, she's already dead. We're just uh, <laughs> Speaking of people that are reanimated from pig hunting. James K underscore 1312. Is the NRL at risk of losing out to the A-League and regional areas? That's on the back of... I feel like the A-League has been targeting me this week. He's firstly, been, they've the, been ripping off our gear. Firstly, the Fernando Torres in and out thing and within the space of seven minutes. Yep. And then the second thing, taking games to regional areas. That was happening today, Fernando Torres. Yeah, it was, it was. happening. Mate, I saw the scoop on A-League Reddit was like at 1am. Someone's like, look at this tweet from Torres. Yeah. It's announced at 5.30pm Australian time. We must be coming to Australia. Mm. It doesn't matter any other time zone, but what to be. Good old no. Carly over there at, uh, yeah. at, at, at uh, Fox Sports. She tried. She did her best. Done us could, good. Could, couldn't really mean. Okay. <laughs> couldn't really Danny mean. Boy, 1995. This is... I feel like you think it's a better question than what it is. Sorry, Danny, but you said, which player would you prefer in your club's back row? Cohen Hess or Jason Nightingale? Hess is not that bad. Nah. <laughs> he shouldn't be playing Origin football. He's trolling, but, but he's trolling you, but yeah. you know. he's a first grade edge mm. forward. Uh, he also says, "Is it a coincidence Bunga goes missing in the same week the Dragons do?" Hashtag June Premiers. 
Mm. Have, you, have you mixed Bungard and Dale up there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I, I, what wasn't the thing last year where I wasn't allowed to be in the country because yeah. the Dragons kept losing while I was here? Yeah. You got, you're got you going to get shipped back off to mm. Iceland or something That's like that. That's not... I don't have a huge amount of problem with that. No, <laughs> Pure Avgas said, will the Newcastle Knights attempt to sign anything with a pulse that shows any sign of availability? Uh, no, they won't. They're, they're like, weirdly... They're super selective about who they go after. They turn down some good players. Yeah. On like not too much money. Yeah. Like, They're yeah. weirdly super selective. Like mm. Yeah. In, in, that, in that basket, uh, Paul Vaughan is the standout. Yeah, mistake. that's the standout. And that then wasn't a great. They bit probably of don't really regret turning Madalino down. And then uh, Paulo, Junior Paulo, we'll see. Those, are, those, those three are bigger the ones that have yeah. gone to turn down recently. Mm. Um, OG underscore eighteen eighty six is what did Keegan? Sorry, Garth Brennan's grandma seeing Keegan Hipgrave. <laughs> Oh, great question. Well, if, if you, it must so, be the eyes. It has to yeah. be the eyes. Well, well, see, the quote was... <laughs> the truck driver mentality. Maybe the, she was intimidated. The quote is about his first, his grandma doesn't know rugby league, but she would know a standout performance. Well, you notice Keegan Hipgrave. Yeah, that's... Like. He stands out, to he be fair. Out. She would be going, saying, Garth, look, I don't know what he did, but I, just, I, I saw that kid do a lot of things. Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> an outstanding footballer in the same way my bank balance is outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. He's dreadful. <laughs> he's... Wow. Shieldsy won. Which show is worse? Controversy Corner or The Professor Show? Well, as two Fox Sports employees in the room here. I've got, no, I've got nothing to say <laughs> on either. Uh, it's clearly Controversy Corner. Yeah, for sure. Um, actually, uh, no, no, no. Uh, you, I, you're allowed to say this, I, Harry? No, no, no. no. The record? I don't. Oh, look, I, <laughs> I have some opinions on this that may differ from other people, but yeah, look, I'm just not going to throw it out there. No, you're not. There you go. Uh, Shields is, again says thoughts on the eventful lowering number of interchanges and is it a good thing? No, what's wrong with interchange now? Yeah, we had this discussion a few weeks ago about exactly how you'd manage the mm. new new cap on uh, interchanges. It it just seems like fiddling for fiddling's sake. Like there's no need. Yeah. Well, again, if if the NRL are looking at it from different perspectives that they haven't told us about yet, I'm willing to listen. Yeah, yeah. if they come out with Put X, it Y, and Z. It's fine, but the, the the reasons I've seen people come up with currently aren't good enough. Like yeah. for example, the exe- from this weekend they're going, oh, the fans want to see more games like the Storm Dragons, which is going to happen if you cut the interchanges. That game happened with these interchanges. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> there were two games. There were two games this week with more than sixty the, points scored. Yeah. But uh, but I think people sort of get brainwashed into mm. the. Oh, it'll bring the little man back. It's like the little man's never been dead. Who yeah. who dominates the game? Yep. Smith, Slater, yep. Thurston. Mm-hmm. All those blokes have been dominating the game for the last 15 yeah. years. The little man is not dead, everybody. Mm. Yeah, and sure, they get run over more than they used to. Yeah. The little man, but that's modern sport. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. Know, people are getting bigger and stronger. Yeah. But who's still dominating it at the end? Yeah, Jonathan mate, Thurston lining up the field goal bloody, to win it. That huge Kalen Ponga. Yeah. Man, that, monster. Yeah. Man mountain. Yeah, it's not fair. Kalen shouldn't yeah. be able to. Yeah. And, and they also they, they wanted to go back to this time of. Do people forget that the, you know, there were unlimited interchanges mm. in the nineties? Two thousand and one was when twelve interchanges came in. Like, yeah. That was unlimited for. for unlimited a long time. was horrible. It was. it was so bad, mate. That Broncos pack, the the ten biggest men they could find. <laughs> they, they were dead. They, they were dead set run. They were, they were. They had an NFL style playbook. They were running yeah. defense and offense out. It was yeah. just ridiculous. Bring <laughs> 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 back unlimited interchanges. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the last question, I believe, Miss Stone's Quest Triple Eight says, driving to Brisbane tomorrow for Origin with his dad. Sorry to hear that. We're listening to the pod. So he's coming from Rocky. Big drive. Oof. We've got some spare time here, but he says. God, getting up to nearly, near 1,000 Ks. Regale us with your favourite Lockyer moments. Boy, <laughs> thought you'd never ask. Well, we've got Harry Ramage a bit, a bit knows things about footy, but I, I did actually the prepare for my question. Sorry? Is the Raper gag one? 
No, but that's up there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Two favourite off-field things for Darren Lockyer is obviously the raper gag. And the second one is that there's a story about him on an off-season trip in Bali mm. where he bought a monkey off a street performer and talked the, <laughs> took the monkey out on the night on the, on the piss with them. Yeah. Had a monkey on his shoulder. Yeah. No, Darren Lockyer, <laughs> or Daryl Lockyer, as some people in Brisbane, is one of the more underrated like legends of league who was mm. also a legend of the piss. He was. Um, yeah. Better than Joey at that as well, not getting caught. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, I think, firstly, my, my favourite things about Lockyer, whole career-wise, is I always thought he, he, and I still think, he is the greatest comeback player of all time, kind of thing, or moments player of my lifetime, at least. If you needed somebody, Darren was always there. And I mean, it, typified by you know his last game against the Dragons, but also 2006. I mean, you look at that whole year, Mm. Game three of Origin. Who's the man? Darren Lockie's on there at the moment. It's a random thing that happened, but Darren Lockie was the one there for the Hodgson loose pass. He's there. Uh, Broncos prelim. Down, hammered halftime by the Bulldogs. Yes, the first try of the comeback is Hodges' run to Berrigan. But then Lockie crosses. Lockie, Lockie sets the next try. Lockie yeah. kicks a field goal. Broncos win the prelim. And then the grand final, Lockie puts over, uh, puts over Hodges for the first try. And the other try, the Broncos score. Lockie runs it on fifth again. Touches the ball twice, we score in the corner, and Tate scores, and he kicks a forty-meter field goal to wrap the game up. You know that those are those games, and then end of the series, end of the year, Tri Nations. Back when you know, there was a while, every everything that happens is a competitive Australian series with New Zealand. They got beat by Great Britain in that. They did, yeah. Like that was a that was a sick try series, yeah. and like, then it was like anyone's ball game. And and after being a clutch player, the next best thing was the best thing out to me was a support player. And in the last game of that try of Tri Nations, first makes a break, Lockie supports. Wins the game for Australia, and that was it. Three moments in the three series that year. Is, you know, clutch lock he stood up. That was my favourite thing about him, the clutch player, and then I also think the support player he was. In terms of games, I've got a couple of favourite Lockyer games. Oh, I can tell you my favourite Lockyer game. Yeah, which going you got? Mate, Joey John's returning in 2001 from injury. And there you go. Mate, 44 nil on Friday night football. But Mate, there's, there's one in there, is it 2004 or 2005 or something, when you guys beat us 32-30. And I think Lockyer put on all of our tries and John's put on most of yours. It was just one of those games where yeah. they just went at each other. I think it, I can't remember what year that is. It's a similar scoreline to that. I know I know we, we scored five, so I don't know. Do you I'm, remember I, the game? I, I'm going to look through early yeah. 2000s because 04 John's was wiped out for the year. Yeah, so it must be 05 or yeah, 03 or yep, something. I'm, yep, I'm going to look that up. Yeah. Um, so my favourite my favorite Lockyer game, even though it's not his best game, is still the Den and Kemp one. The Pat and oh, yeah. He was awful in that game. Who? That was his first. That was Lockyer. his first game back from yeah, it was. knee surgery. It was, yeah. and it's just just because that game, like, it, like he, uh, all, I think all the Kemp's tries pretty much off Lockyer kicks. Yeah. Just, and just he created things of absolute nothing in that game. Mm. Parramatta were the better side, and Lockyer yeah. a couple of kicks, and then the kick on the siren. Yeah, Kemp's like score. we've all seen that. Yeah. Everyone has seen that. If you haven't, it's on YouTube in a million yeah. places. That game. Um, Shout out to Felita Mateo in that game too. If they, ever show, if they ever show that Broncos Eels classic from it's, 08. It's, it's always showing in when Broncos Eels are playing on yep. Fox Sports. That's one. Please record it. You have to it. watch it. Um, other ones. Okay, I've got another one. Uh, the 2003 Ashes series. Yeah, he scored. He scored in the first two games. Yeah, in the, just, isn't yeah. But I know it's it's hard to say, oh, an Australian team went and hit England and won or whatever, mm. but me and Harry were talking pre Pod and I didn't remember There's the 36 amount. players who ended up missing that series. Harry time. remembered that number. I did not remember the number, but mm. I, I still remember that, you know, Michael Crocker played 5-8 for Australia in that series. Mm. Phil Bailey was playing in the centres. Craig Wing and Shannon Hegarty played in the back line in one mm. game. Like, 
was not good. It was an impressive effort for a lot yeah, to lift that team when he was the best player on the tour. Yeah. And uh, you also regard us with a Luke Lewis story. Oh, yeah. Luke Lewis was the only player, like, in a very, 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 very thin squad. Did not get picked for a game. And 36-year-old Darren Smith got picked in front of him, who wasn't even in the tour party. He was playing for Hull FC <laughs> But he was the in time, the country. <laughs> but he was in the country. And I don't think Luke Lewis has been very fond of Wayne Bennett ever since. And I think fair enough. Mm-hmm. So do I. I'd be pissed off at that. Yep, and then uh, some other ones come to mind. Uh, his first rule game at 5-8 is against the Chooks. And when we, uh, he outplayed Fittler in that game. I don't know if anyone remembers. It was a couple of rounds in at 2004. It was good. And then the last one I'll think of, and I only thought of this game because I looked it up when I was looking for the um, last game to crack 80. Uh, when the Broncos were down, I don't know the exact score line. It was either 24-18 or 24-12 at halftime. I think that, yeah, they yeah, were down. They were down a lot. Yeah. And they won 58-24. to and he came out in the mm. second half and just was all over everything. Yeah, because Wade Graham had carved him up in the first yeah. half, and it's like, 18-year-old Wade Graham's doing mm. what? No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> and then also the, the Lockie Farewell Tour was fantastic. The yeah. 2011, you never convinced me that we weren't winning the comp if he was fit. I don't care what anyone says to me. You know, we, we won that game. We, we only, we, they lost to Manly by eight in the prelim with Matt Gillett and broken Peter Wallace in the halves. And, we, uh, you know, they won 18 of 22 games with Lockyer that year. Lost one game post-Origin. He finished his career on an eight-game win streak. You'll never convince me we weren't winning that comp with him there. But, uh, yeah, you know, I'm always keen for some Darren Lockyer regaling. I'm, su- I'm surprised that you kept it to five minutes, to be yeah. honest. Mate, look, I could have gone longer. And there's definitely, there's many a game I've not, I've missed. There's of, still of at least them. 300 more games to go. Tune in there to... is. I mean, and there's, and there's good games at multiple levels. I mean, I've already mentioned the 06 series in general in mm. terms of, for Australia at the end, there was a fantastic series. Yeah. But yeah, tune in to... Tune what, in to Darren Lockyer Weekly. Darren Lockyer Weekly, yeah. <laughs> it, it is, it is interesting he asked, well, I guess he's got the drive down tomorrow. Maybe he'll ask the same question of Broncos Weekly for his drive back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'll get more Lockyer. He'll get similar Lockyer memories as well. Mm. What a player. Yeah. And he, yeah uh, and he's he, fairly handy. Yeah, he's very ha- fairly handy. Yeah, he could play a bit, though, so. There was mm. some cracking Broncos-Knights games back in those days, mate. Yeah, they, that, that, that wobbly Kurt Gidley field goal. Um, 98, was actually, 98. 98 was actually a cracker because yeah. it was the, oh, who's the real champions? It was like, mm. oh, this is like a Super Bowl-type game. And, um, <laughs> well, I mean, the word Super was in it already. Yeah. Um, <laughs> true. That's, that's was it, I'm from memory, I think the Knights won it, but it was like, a you know, as most games in 1998 were, 32 28 or something stupid like that. But, yeah. Um, yeah, man. They were the marquee teams in the late 90s and early 2000s. But, they were. They were always um, some great clashes. Yeah. Lockyer. Lockyer, what a man. And he actually has a decent record against the Storm, which is not like every other... The Broncos have... Every like, other Broncos player has a horrible record And he's got... I think yeah. he's one game back off a winning record. Oh, it's a split record. I can't remember. I looked mm. at it recently. I haven't looked at it today. But, and I'm sure he's got a winning the Bronco, record against I, every other I think team. we've beaten them twice without Lockyer. Oof. Jeez. But that's not good. That's grim. That's like, that's, they have, we've, you know, he's been around for a long time, yeah, but we've, I think we've beaten them twice without Lockyer. And mm. we play him a lot because we play him twice a season and usually in the finals. finals. Yeah. They usually knock us out yeah. <laughs> every year. The Battle yeah. of News Limited's bloody yeah. spawn of Satan children. Yeah, bloody hell. Well, uh, hopefully post-Cam, the pain will die. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully once, once Cam's gone, they'll True. stop beating us every bloody time. When did he retire? What year? Who? Lockyer? Lockyer? 2011. 2011. He's been out of the game nearly eight years. Yeah, now. I was going to say, like that's... 
Yeah, like that's amazing. Like, that's amazing. That's what, 12, 12 games, 15 games? Well, since then, well, we play them again, we play them twice yeah. every year, plus we play them in finals most years. Yeah. It's something, it's two from like 16 or 17. We've beat them more times in Melbourne than he's having yeah, Suncorp. Yeah, we, have. since yeah, and that, we haven't beat them in Suncorp in that period, I don't think. I think no. both the wins are down in Melbourne. And that One of the games was that game the Storm forced a record amount of dropouts. So they just yeah, they t- made that's 74 bizarre. tackles inside their yeah. 20 or something like that. Yeah, and the other game stupid. was, what, two years ago? We have some ways of losing against them. If you remember last year's game, we lost against when Ben Hunt through that weird intercept yeah. in the back of somebody. Yep. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that kind of shit happens. God right? bless. Yeah. God bless. Alrighty. End, end of the questions? No well, more questions? Please, end of the question. It feels like felt light on questions. I was say. I couldn't find any more and I've, I've missed them, whatever. Always next week. There is. I mean, it's a pre-origin one. This, yeah. this happens. Alrighty. Harry, thank you for your time. Thank oh, you for coming on. Always a pleasure. Always lovely. Where can we find you on the internet? Ah, uh, just my Twitter pages. Uh, not podcasting anymore, so just uh, at Harry Ramage on the old Twitter. So. All right. Well, if, if you don't follow Harry, you're missing out. That's my take That's <laughs> on something. Are. I don't know on what, but you are. <laughs> uh, Mitch, thanks as always <laughs> for, yeah, uh, for, 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 for cohabitating with me for this hour and a half. Pickles, you've been well. You've been good as well, which, which is a nice, nice surprise. And I think that'll do it from all of us. So thanks for listening in, and we'll see you next week. Big L, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Fresh out the gate again, time to raise the stakes again. Fat my plate again. Y'all cats know we always play to win. GNG to the stars, son. Haters took this sh- too far, son. So that's all for you. I'm wiping out your whole team. Out, splatter your dreams with lyrics to shatter your schemes. The badder you seem, the more lies you tell. The more lies you sound. Now by surprise, you fell into my death trap, right into my clutches. Stupid, you know the guard must bless every single mic he touches. I've suffered just so I could return harder. Wanna be this sort of fuck around, make you a martyr. I'll make you famous. Turn around and make you nameless. Cause you never understood how vital to me this rap game is. Save it and hold that. You catch a hot one. Rhymes to chase a fake get down. Soon as I spot one. Clip. Do you wanna mess with this? Gangstar. One of the best yet. I'm nice like that. It's all good. In this business of rap. Full clip. Do you wanna mess with this? Gangstar. One of the best yet. I'm nice like that. Just you take a rest, so if you're standing my way, I'ma have to spray. Learn that if you come against me, son, you're gonna have to pray. Since back in the day, I held the weight and kept my head up. They wanna see the guard catch a L, it's all a setup. I give no man a thing power over me. Why do you so jealous and looking sour over me? I'm Boulder G, I'm like impossible to stop. I'm like in the ring with you, impossible to drop. I'm like two magazines fully loaded to your one. Plus, I ain't gonna quit spitting till you're done. Plus, more than ever, I got my whole shit together. More than a decade of hits. That'll live forever Catch a rep of my name You're bound to fly Know how many niggas that I know It's down to die We never fail And we ain't never been frail You niggas talk crime But you scared of jail Full clip Do you wanna mess with this? Gangstar One of the best yet I'm nice like that It's all good In this business of rap Full clip Do you wanna mess with this? Gangstar One of the best yet I'm nice like that So good
I suggest you take a rest. Attacking like a slick Apache. Lyrics are trigger happy. Blowing back your wig piece just for the way you're looking at me. Cock back, blow. I hit you up right now. I don't know why so many of y'all want to be thugs anyhow. Face the consequence of your childish nonsense. I can make your head explode just by my lyrical content. Get you in my scope and metaphorically snipe you. I never liked you. I gas that ass and then ignite you. The flamethrower. Make your peeps afraid to know you. How many times I told you. Play your position, small soldier. My heart is colder. Makes me want to resort to violence. Stop beating me in the head, son. Nah, I'm not buying it. I'm ready to blast. Ready to surpass and harass. I'm ready to flip. Yeah, and ready to dip with all the cash. I hold my chrome steady with a tight grip. So watch your dome already, cause this one might hit. Full clip. Do you want to mess with this? Gangstar. One of the best yet. I'm nice like that. It's all good. In this business, I'm ready. Full clip. Do you want to mess with this? The gangstar. The, the, the best yet. I'm nice like that. So good. So I suggest you take a rest. <laughs> Clip, clip, clip. 